Welcome to the Old Dog Jiu-Jitsu Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Joe, and we're back with another episode this week, actually episode 13. And this week we talk about game changers. These are uh, products, instructionals, devices, apps, supplements, all these things that uh, we try to do to uh, increase our performance, just upgrade our life. And uh, Coach Anthony and I sit down and review a couple of our favorites. Um, I hope you guys really enjoy it. In addition to that, you know, we're going to be repeating this theme because obviously all the things that we've done and experimented and tried and, and like and have implemented into our own um, daily routine, we can't, we can't review all those in one setting. Um, but we would love to hear from you if you have any game changers or things that have you've been able to implement into your life things that have really made a huge difference for you whether that's just within your training or just your daily activity let us know email us at olddogbjj.com oh i'm sorry olddogbjj at gmail.com and we would love to review those maybe it's something we've tried maybe it's something we'd be interested and if it works we'd love to review it and with that, uh, as usual, we are sponsored by Revital Health Clinics this week, revitalhealthclinics.com. Revital Health and Wellness Clinic is the premier men's and women's health clinic focused on creating health and preventing disease through the optimization of bioidentical hormones, improved diet, and exercise. Brandon Sweat, he is the owner and operator of Revital Health. He has years of experience in this field, and there's something that you need to work on, whether that's gaining muscle mass, whether that's gaining energy, um, having just the mindset to be able to come home from work and be able to get right to your workout at jiu-jitsu. I, I know how tough and run down you can be, and if you're feeling low on energy, Brandon is the man to contact, and he uh, is, is a game changer. Um, this doesn't always mean hormone replacement. It might be it might be some other type of therapies he can direct you towards, or it might be even just dietary exercise changes. Please get a hold of him at revitalhealthclinics.com, or you can email me at olddogbjj at gmail.com, and I can hook you guys up. We are also brought to you by Fight Voodoo, fightvoodoo.com. This is a premier fightwear company out of Nashville, JT Conway, who is a jujitsu practitioner himself. Uh, started this company up. It's family run. He's a fantastic guy. I encourage you guys to go to the website, go to his Facebook page, see what they're offering. Um, they got some products out there that are just absolutely fantastic. Um, buy a shirt, wear it, put a picture up on Facebook and he'll give you a discount on your next order. Um, you cannot ask for a nicer, uh, better motivated guy out there than JT. And uh, we like to support folks in the jiu-jitsu community. And his goal of becoming the premier fightwear company, it, it, it could become a reality with your help. So I would highly encourage you guys to check them out. I think that you would really like what he has to offer. Some fantastic lines out there. And uh, I'm going to try to convince JT to maybe come on to the podcast and kind of talk about his own experience and his journey and maybe encourage some of you all that have thought about getting into um, or starting up your own company and see kind of what he's gone through. So with that, let's start this week's episode 13 on Game Changers. Check, check. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Old Dog Jiu-Jitsu podcast. I'm here with Coach Anthony. I am Dr. Joe, and we have an episode this week talking about 
game changers or not. Yeah, or not game changers. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said, let's try to keep the, the podcast positive. Let's try to stay away from negative things. And then when we sat down to talk about some subjects, this was just too damn good not to talk about some negative things. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they're not really negatives. They're not all just negatives. It's just a little bit of like pulling the curtain away to say like, here's what they may actually do. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Um, and so what we might game changers, and this is going to be a, a series that I think we'll probably visit regularly, uh, on, uh, pretty regularly. Um, what we mean by game changers or, I don't know, leveling, I don't say leveling up. I just like game changers. It's game just, changers is great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It's a device, a product, a book, a, an instructional that has been a game changer. Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't want to talk about it too much right now. We're going to get into it in a little bit, but that's, that's basically what it is. And we could do, man, I'll tell you what, I could do a list of them. No, um, I'm sure. But we, I think we, we're going to pick three, like I picked three. I don't know how many sure. you picked. Yeah. I've just got a couple. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and some of them are products, instructionals, books, and just to kind of give you guys some direction. And especially if you were looking about, if you were thinking about an area of your game or your health that you wanted to improve, um, if you have any questions or any, anything in particular, whether it be dietary supplements, um, most likely we have tried them. (laughs) (laughs) This Um, is true. Yeah. I've spent thousands upon thousands of dollars on a bunch of shit that has not worked (laughs) and you eventually uh discover a nugget or two which you're like okay i got to put that in my toolbox that really really works exactly um so uh, but before we get on that how are you doing coach doing good doing good so you know just trying to train as much as possible. I feel yeah. like this week is a, a record for me in 2020. I've trained four days consecutively. Nice, so. nice. How are you feeling? <laughs> uh, surprisingly well. Uh, okay. I think two days, yeah, Monday and Tuesday, my back was kind of like my shoulder blade was a little sore. Okay. And I was like, man, I don't know if I should go. And then you called me up for Wednesday. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, I can do that. It's just yeah. you and I. Like, we can work on some stuff. And then I actually loosened it back up. So when I went, Oh, that's awesome. I went Thursday. I Kicking was like, the shit out of me makes you looser. <laughs> that's fantastic. Hey, you know, it, it's, it helps us both. <laughs> but uh, and then Thursday felt good after class. You know, it was a good yeah. workout, and I think my uh, my body's just like, all right, man, I've just I, I give up. Sure, I'll, I'll loosen up a little bit. So yeah, yeah. So there there are you know as you guys um, progress in your jujitsu journey, or if you guys are already there, there, typically what ends up happening. I usually say white belt is kind of that level where you're learning the ABCs, you're learning how to spell, you're learning the words, you're kind sure. of learning the tools, but you kind of don't know where they go. You know, you right. got to wrench, you got to, I mean, there's a thousand different now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, Blue belt, I always talk about it being survival. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really that, that belt level where you should feel comfortable enough surviving. So then when you get to purple, you can start experimenting because yeah. then you're not afraid to be in bad positions because you learned as a blue belt, Hey, I can survive. Right. And along that line of experimenting, you experiment because you start to find your game. Yep. And I, I, it's it's an interesting event because it seems like, at least for me, and I've heard from other people, mm-hmm. I don't know, it might be the same with you, is that we don't really know how you develop this game. It's not necessarily body type. Um, I can tell you how some people develop it, that they see moves and they're like, I want to do that. Right. Yeah. But for me, it's always been, oh, I tried that and that was successful. Wow. That was really successful. Sure. What can I do to get to that point? Mm. Is there a takedown that gets me to that point? Is there an escape that gets me to that point? Is that, how do I get back to that point? How do I always lead the game to where I end up in that position, which I've learned to love because I've been successful at it. Yeah. And so that's what you do. You develop this game. And um, the majority of people that you roll with probably won't figure it out. 
they're so in their own head of working out. Yeah. They're not realizing that you're always getting them in spider or you're always getting them in half guard or there's something that you're that hub point that you're getting to. Yeah. Um, but you do need to, I think, in my opinion, if you really worry, if you really want to progress your game, you got to have a few people that you trust. Um, like you really know my game, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, we, you, you know what I go for, you know how I set things up. Sure. And so that's super beneficial when you're getting ready for a tournament. Yeah. Because that person can help you um, really say, okay, listen, man, um, I'm not feeling the pressure here. I, I just feel like I'm super safe when you do that. Yeah. And so you, it, there's something you're sacrificing because if I don't show anybody the quote tricks or your game. Yeah, right. sure. You continue to fuck them up all the time. Yeah. But you take that time to take those people you trust that you know that are that you can work with well and say, hey, listen, drag my foot across. Yeah. Every time, this is what I'm super afraid. Or every time I put my foot here, I'm afraid of an esteem lock. Oh, shit. No way. Yeah. Okay. Now you're making my game better. I've just exposed something. Now, that means I've upped your game specifically against me. Right. Exactly. And so that's a humbling thing. <clears throat> but in your long-term development, that's really beneficial. I, I actually learned that for one of my coaches a, a long time ago. And, right. Um, you know, and then our professor, Professor Reggie, is just like, hey, have you been showing everybody how to beat that particular move that you like to do? Right. I'm like, yeah, I have. He's like, good. Yeah. <laughs> good. But good. on the flip side is like, yeah, that, that helps you. It helps me. But for me to be a good partner, now that I know what your kryptonite is for that particular move, it does me no advantage to use that. Right? Yeah. I feel like it's cheating. I I, like, no, no, it's okay though because I've only gotten good at my guillotine defenses because of you. Sure, but I'm not going to attack that. Yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying. Yeah, because yeah, some yeah, people yeah, see yeah. that and you know, I, I feel like at a lower belt, you see like, ah, that's a win for me. If I right. want to feel good and I want to win, yeah. I know I can go take that road. But sure, if we're working on stuff, I'll hit it maybe once or twice in a 10-minute roll or whatever it is. Right. Like is. I'll, I'll attack it just so you have the defense for it so you can work on it as well. But I'm not going to just sit there and like you know, try and attack that one. Right. And well, with somebody, and I used to always say this, you got to, and and when I was, when I was fighting at a higher level, yeah, dude, I was very particular about my training partners. Oh, for sure. They were closed training sessions. We only, cause I'm going to handicap myself. Yeah. And you get these boneheads out. And especially when you're running a gym and they're like, Oh yeah, that guy, I kicked his ass. No dude, you didn't kick my ass. Your, your, your kickboxing is here. I only did X, Y, and Z. So you can give me a challenge, right? But you can't do that with the average person. You ha- you really have to have people that you trust, especially when you're striking. Yeah. Oh, you know, there's a ton of injuries and a ton, yeah. a ton of uh, mileage that you put on by doing that without a doubt. But you mentioned something. You mentioned something interesting. Um, you said a win. Yeah. How do you picture a win at the end of a training session? So that's what I said from a lower belt level, right? Because I feel like when you're white belt or you know even in your blues, like wins are either taps or you just felt like you were on top the whole time for me right. a win is different now than when you when i stepped on the mats originally and you know i counted taps you know i'm, I'm not gonna say like oh i was this very humble guy that stepped Dude, on I the can't mat keep, i can't keep track of my strokes when i'm playing golf <laughs> but it was like when, when i stepped on the mats for the first time i did yeah. it's like as i will never forget the first submission i had because for me that was a win what was it yeah it was a case of Gatami. i had the uh um uh the kimura from the case of Gatami. you know when you're in the scarf fold yeah. Yeah. and then you, you lock the um the wrist with your uh, your calf and then you pull up on the head and uh, it was my buddy, Joseph Donovan. Uh, he lives out in uh, uh, Knoxville now. But uh, we were training, and uh, I happened to catch him in that. Didn't know what the hell I was doing. But I caught it, uh, and I was like, oh, 
oh, this is beautiful. And then it's like, I didn't get up and like rub it in his face or anything like, oh, I tapped right, you right, out. Right, but in my right. head, I was like, that's a win. And that's kind of one of those things that made me fall in love with jujitsu was that feeling of like, this is awesome. This is yeah. really cool when you're, yeah. you're the guy on top, you know, it's like, I've been the guy on the bottom for like three weeks now, you know, it. just, <laughs> <laughs> just happened left and right. But you know, now it's, uh, it, it's, I don't, I don't count taps. I'm aware of them, obviously. Sure. Like, you know, but, uh, I told Michael yesterday, I was like, Hey man, today's the first day that you tapped me out and I didn't, I didn't tap you out. Cause he hit me with a, um, uh, it's a foot lock. He's getting good. And yeah. he goes, I don't know if this is the first time. And I was like, dude, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> I was like, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, but it was a really nice foot lock. Yeah. You know, it was one of those, it was just me like trying to compliment him. But you know, it's like some guys do count those, you know, they're yeah. higher level belts and it's just for them. That's a win. So what's your win? Dude, just learning, honestly. Like, it okay. sounds maybe cliche or stupid or, you know, maybe it doesn't sound sincere because it's kind of like some bullshit I feel like people spew out. But as long as I come out away with something at the end of the day and my time was not wasted, I guess you could say, okay, then I feel like that's a win for me. If I show up to the gym and I didn't learn anything, which is never, I yeah. would say, like, I don't think it's stupid of me if I didn't learn anything. Right, but right. As long as I walk away with something, I'm like, okay, today I either got better at this or I learned that I suck at this. That's, for me, that's okay. winning. Yeah, right? that's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, so, that is. Okay. Now, if that makes sense. you know. No, it, yeah. it, it, it does because the, the winning part is now the onus is on you. Yes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So how do you, uh, how do you feel about that? I mean. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree with you. I think that for me, um, as much as I start most of my practices with an intention, so I, I start the practice, like I'm, I, depending on what's going on, and I'm a little bit more particular about it as if there's a competition. Um, so I might say, let's just say I'm not in competition mode. Okay. And I'll say, okay, today what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to really, really work on uh, guard retention. Right. And yeah. that's all I want to do is guard retention. And I'm not even going to care about submitting people. Yeah. Um, and so I would like to say that I walk away and as long as I did that and I stuck to that and I felt like I was improving that portion, that's a win. Yeah. And when I deviate from that plan, I look at it as mental weakness. Oh, okay. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Sure. Oh yeah. Well, I, I wasn't yourself. able to retain yeah. this asshole thinks he's got the better yeah. of me. Okay. So now I'm going to, I'm going to try to submit him once just yeah. to make up for that. That's sure. mental weakness. Yeah. God allowed somebody else to take me out of my game of what I wanted to do. Exactly. Um, and, and the other, the other side, what, uh, what I consider a win is at any time, if I can add on to my game, so my system, my thing that I do, yeah, if exactly. I can add on a new, like little branch mm -hmm. to yeah. it and I can, and it feels good. Um, I, I don't know if that's a win or if that's just a, a satisfying discovery. But either way, I feel like that's a win though, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. It exactly. is still a win, exactly. you yeah. know? And, and every time for me, every time just going, I, I'm, I've gotten a workout. So, I mean, if nothing else, I've either gotten time with my friends, time with my son, time getting in shape. Yeah. You know, the only loss is when I told Amy I'll be home at seven, six thirty, and I come home at like eight, and that, that's not that's not good. But that's after training, so it doesn't. Yeah, really so it doesn't really, count yeah, as doesn't count, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I do remember my first submission against somebody that I didn't train with. Like oh yeah, the same like some. Yep. Like like I because I can't I can't say that I remember my first submission rolling. I'm sure it was like a head and arm, like an arm head and arm, like an arm triangle. Sure. I got you. Cause for a wrestler, that's yeah. That's your go to, right? Go to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was my friend, Matt Stanzel. He was a blue belt at that time under Hoist and he got his black belt under, um, uh, Roy Harris. 
But at my kickboxing gym, he would run the jujitsu classes. Mm, okay. And he brought in a lot of people from around. And he had a group of guys there that were coming a couple times a week. And um, I would work out with them. and then But had things to do around the school. And there was a kid there that um, he was a huge wrestler. And he wrestled for Poway. <clears throat> and Poway was one of those powerhouse wrestling schools when I was younger. Uh-huh. And somehow we got into this conversation about an ex-girlfriend of mine. I don't know how this happened. Gotcha. But you could tell he was really like, he was like, oh, you're that guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, this is why it stands out in my mind. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. So when we <clears throat> went to go roll, you know, he blasts in and I catch him in something I don't ever do anymore. But I catch him at, no, a triangle choke. Oh, no kidding. Wow. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. And like, I just got the choke, rolled off and I'm like, okay, Matt, I got a couple things I got to do over here. Walked over, got him. And I never forget the feeling of that. And I'm like, yeah. That the, was the smile on your face. Fucking awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. For the people that can't see it, the smile on your face yeah. tells it all. It's yeah, like you yeah, vividly yeah. remember everything yeah. about and that. And I think that's like a, the handful of triangles I've ever gotten in my life. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of ever getting hit by, by you with a triangle. Not with these, yeah. not these legs. Um, yeah. So it is funny how, you know, you, you hold on to these things. So there's a certain amount of um, evil. I don't know what comes with it, but it, it really shouldn't dictate whether or not you had a successful day. Sure. Sure. Yeah. You know, so, um, I think that's a good thing for everybody to examine. What do you consider a successful practice? That's a hard thing when you're starting off because you don't even know, you can't remember how to tie your freaking belt. Yeah. Right. A little alone, you know, everything else. But as it starts developing, start asking yourself, how am I, how did I determine today was successful? How can I improve it next time? Yeah. And I do encourage people to go in with intent. And sometimes that intent is, Hey, I just want to get better. I just want to understand the system a little better. Yeah. And that could be your intent for the first year but then as things start to develop then then you should really walk in with an intention every time every time you work yeah out. and you're, you're better at that than i am i've noticed a lot where you come in you're like all right i'm working on this today yeah i come in and i'm like it's like i've got I'm ADD. somebody I'm else just, <laughs> <laughs> i'm wrist locking the shit out of somebody okay. today uh, i was gonna say you're wrong now you're right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i try and get at least one wrist lock every time yeah. but that's something i like to work on that's kind of yeah. that so I guess that is my intention. Like wrist locks are something I've tried to really over the last yeah. couple of years, just really get solid at. And, you know, some people feel like they're cheating or whatnot, but I mean, they're there at the end of the day. I feel like it's one of those things where even in a real life scenario situation, somebody puts their hand on me, grabs my collar, you know, yeah. shirt or whatever. I'm just locking the fuck out of yeah. them. Like, well, the other <laughs> thing is too, I, I think the, the other thing is too thinking long term. nobody's going to have me at a <laughs> seminar because I was a multiple time world champion. Shit ain't going to happen. Yeah. 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 So I I do want to develop some type of skill set where they could say, um, okay, we we're working on, I'm trying not to give too much of my game away. Sure. We want to work on this. Yeah. Yeah. And say, oh yeah, Spinel, that's what he does. Give him a call. Maybe he'll come down. So that's kind of what I've always enjoyed having something that people can call me up and say, I even do that at work. You know, there's certain things at work Mm -hmm. that you know, I'll go to my partners for the certain things. They come to me. Right. And, um, like last night, something happened. It happened really fast. I was able to do something super fast and, you mm-hmm. know, it was like, wow, that basically procedures. Yeah. And, um, somebody made the comment, like, I've never seen somebody do one that fast before. And I'm like, oh yeah, just every once in a while you're lucky. And I try to stay humble. Sure. Of course. But no, that's my thing. That's, that's why lady. Yeah. That's your jam. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, obviously you've uh, done yeah, this yeah. more so, than yeah. once or twice. Yeah. Um, and so we all kind of search for that, you know, yeah, and, I course. mean, at least I do, cause I'm thinking long term. you yes. know, I, I like to have friends that have schools and Hey, come on. Can you, so uh, that's the way I look at it. So that yeah. intent part, a lot of times with my game is to, have something I'm going to be able to offer later on yep. to, to other people. So no, I definitely whatever. agree. I, I, I've thought the same. So that's thing. the same thing with the wrist locks. Yeah. I it's have like, the other part of my game too. That is that, that, uh, um, 
that long term, you know, yeah. that my thing that I've always wanted to, to work on. I've worked on it since I was a white belt. Still yeah. not great at it, but, yeah. um, you know, wrist locks are kind of a newer thing for me. Um, that's probably why I'm so giddy about hitting them all the time. It's yeah. like, oh, wow, that was fun. That was a, I actually cool got one. that. I watched a video on that for 20 minutes and now it actually works. <laughs> <It's> cool. <laughs> all right. Yeah, so anyway. we, we have some, uh, before we get into game changers, um, we do over the next couple of weeks, we got some stuff going on, you know, obviously, and we do this to you guys all the time. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, most likely this podcast isn't going to go out till Monday or Tuesday and tomorrow night we have the UFC. So it's always nice to look back and see how our predictions yeah, were yeah. post UFC. Yeah. Um, and uh, to be honest with you, there's all, there's, there's only one in this. What, what, what coach, what is this one? This is UFC. What? Uh, this is two fifty three. Okay. Um, are they going to stop just not numbering these? or I guess they're no. just going to keep numbering them. Yeah, huh? they gotta keep numbering them. Because the other ones are the ones they keep oh, adding yeah, new like names for. Like UFC Fight Redemption. Island. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, I think they're trying to stay away from like the WWE way of doing things. I feel Why like. Why stay away from it? It's a working model, right? It, it is a working model. But, you know, it's not it's not Dana's idea. Yeah, and it's probably whatever. not ESPN friendly. That is also true. Yeah. yeah because I you mean, don't have Super Bowl 24, the, the standoff. Yeah. You, know yeah, I mean? you don't want to be gimmicky, I guess, yeah, is yeah. what they want to stay away from. Okay. But, you know, they got their Fight Island. Um, that's kind of a little bit different. And that's where this is come, doing? Uh, this is this Fight one, Island at ESPN Plus, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't got to shout sure. out any cash for this one? No, no, no. This is pay-per-view. Yeah, ESPN uh, Plus plus pay-per-view. Uh, why you got to do that to yeah. me? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you sucking all my money, boy? Dana? <laughs> yeah, all I, for what? For a bunch of guys I don't know, and just—it's got two championship fights on it, though. So there is that. Okay, um, so we're doing the light heavyweight title. Yeah, so light heavyweight because John Jones decided that he was just going to sit out, right? So John, he—he he officially heavyweight, right? He is going to become. Is a that heavyweight. official? More or less. I mean, he said. Okay. You know, on his Twitter account or whatever, basically that's where he's going with this. You okay. know, he he sat out and he said, you know, Dana, pay me, or I'm just gonna sit on my ass. Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. And then Professor said, No, you have to lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to do the super heavyweight. Yeah, no, yeah. no, you're a heavyweight. Damn it. God damn it. So uh yeah, he's sitting out and then he said he's he's gonna go up to heavyweight or whatever. Um so that leaves us with Dominic Reyes, who Jones beat, um, with uh Jan uh Blackowicz. Um, another Polish fighter who I'm probably butchering his name. Yeah, um, so I have a Polish friend and I ask her all the time. I'm like, hey, can you say uh, Carolina Kowalczyk, her name or whatever? And <laughs> she'll she'll tell me how to say it. And she's like, those are hard names to say, like uh, yeah. Johanna yeah. uh, or whatever. She's like, yeah, don't feel bad that you didn't get that right off the rip. Um, well, Dominic, he he's kind of, um, would, I always think of him as like the, the new breed of athletic guys that did i can't remember did he he played football right i think so i'm pretty sure he was a football player yeah okay yeah um that's that's kind of that new breed of level high level fighters or yeah. these guys that could have played another professional sport but somehow right. made their way into fighting yeah um and uh yeah he's a he's a crafty guy it seems like he's I mean, he had his his fight with. Did you think mentally was he a little beat with Jones? Like, what went wrong with the Jones fight? So, yeah, with that's him? the thing. I don't know because a lot of people were backing him up, but he has a short resume too. He's twelve and one. The one right. loss comes from Jones, and some people thought Dominic won that fight. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. You know, I think his corner really felt that he won that. fight. Oh yeah, they definitely thought he won the fight. They were yeah. they were very adamant about that. But yeah. um, I honestly didn't follow him enough to even yeah, yeah, know yeah. you know anything really about him. Um, but the short resume, I mean, Jones has had how many fights? I mean, oh. Jones is a veteran. The guy is like mental, 
uh, his uh, fight IQ. That's what I was trying to say. His fight IQs and his and his mentality so when he's in the ring. Jones. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, Which seems to be from at least what I've heard with interviews with him, maybe not so strong. You know how we have guys that are like they're monsters. I mean, you probably saw this more in wrestling. Mm-hmm. You, um, at least I did. I saw it a lot in kickboxing. Mm-hmm. You got these guys that are just monsters in the training room. I mean, they are, <clears throat> I can think of one kid right now and I actually have some video with us sparring. Um, and this kid was like the second coming. It was mm-hmm. just a, just a monster in the gym. But then when it came to performance, mentally he wasn't there. Yeah, Jones, what I you know when you hear this these these things he talks about, yeah, well I was partying, so if I lost, I yeah. would have had an excuse. Right, that's some mental weakness. It right is hundred percent. Yeah, you know, and it's amazing, <clears throat> and it, I, I like the fact that he's at least seeming to be honest. I like it when people are vulnerable like that, mm-hmm. yeah. especially fighters, because it gives other people that might be in your same position some hope and realize that we're all human and we all think a certain way, but. I mean, there's no doubt, no matter if you like the guy or not, mentally in the ring, whew, guy's strong. Dude, yeah, he's a cerebral assassin. I mean, the guy I mean, he's is... gotten his arm broken. He just keeps going. <clears throat> You've seen yep. his toe. He just keeps going. Oh, that I was mean, nuts. He just... And the in arm the broken, ring, was that Vitor? That was Vitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know if they got an x-ray or not, but it did get hyperextended. Oh, it was hyperextended for sure. It's yeah. something that the average dude so, probably would have been like, no, nah, I'm done. Tap. So, I mean, was it dislocated? Was it broken? Um, do you get that? <laughs> um, you know it's hard to say but I mean there's no doubt when he's in that ring cage yes he's not gonna he he in his mind his mind he's convinced he's gonna win oh for sure he already knows like that's the thing the fight IQ he's he's done all the prep he's watched yeah. all the tapes he's just going through the motions to get to the end of the match yeah. I mean I don't think it would be interesting to sit down with him and just, I would love to sit down and analyze fights with him, just out of curiosity, what level that is at. Because I, you know, there are some people that can just do, but they can't explain. Um, my thought is, he he's probably he'd probably be an amazing trainer, but I, I don't I don't know. That that's the thing. There's always I don't that know. Toss I don't know. Like the greatness in the ring, can he can can you give that to somebody else? I feel like for me personally, I'm the kind of guy where. I understand, not, and I'm not saying I understand everything or whatever, sure, sure. but I feel like the things that I do understand, I understand them really well, but I don't necessarily execute them oh, the no, best I'm, when it comes no. down to like, yeah, I, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like I, I feel, I personally feel like I'm a, a decent coach. Right. You know, if somebody comes to me and they ask me to help them, I think I give them good advice or I show them decent ways to do stuff. But when it comes down to like, how many medals have you won? It's like, I mean, I've won a lot of third place medals. Yeah. <laughs> a couple seconds, not many first place right. medals. And wrestling was the same way. In the gym, I would try and outwork everybody. It was first one on, last one off. But how many times did I win at a meet? Not as many as I'd like, right, you know, because right. who knows what Yeah, it's is. crazy. And it's a bit embarrassing <clears throat> because like even yesterday when we were working out, we're doing a certain pass. Yeah. And professor comes by and he's like, hey, Joe, put your hand over here. Mm-hmm. If I would have been on the outside looking at that, I'm like, yeah, how did my hand get here? Yeah. God, I suck. Oh, I did that yesterday too. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, it's, I did it's, it actually, actually absolutely backwards because we were, you do the lasso <laughs> and then I'm working with, uh, uh, I think it was Jonathan. 
I think is that is his name Jonathan or Jeremy? Uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jeremy. I did not mean to tough butcher guy, your name. Man. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, he's, he's great. A really tough guy. I haven't really rolled with him much. So um, he moves good. Yeah. Yeah, he does move good. But I went to do it, and I'm looking. I'm like, I should know what I'm doing right now. And the professor comes over, and he's like, "You got to do this." I'm like, "Dude, I totally have that backwards." It's <laughs> like <laughs> I got a white belt outperforming me here on something I've done plenty of. But yeah, it's, it just happens, man. It's just yeah. Your brain just goes. Just down. on that note, have you ever worked out with somebody that was high when they're when you're working out with them? High? Yeah, yeah totally oh. high as a kite. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. And, and you walk away with them and they're like, what did we just do? Oh, see, no, it's the opposite. Because I have a buddy that uh, is a very avid uh, marijuana user. Okay. And uh, yeah, it, it's not like, he's not like an idiot. It's very like. Oh, no, no. And this guy in particular, who I'm thinking of, he's not. He's a super well, intelligent excuse me, guy. I shouldn't say idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't space out. Yeah. He, That's he, what I, this I should... person I can think of is just a memory type thing while we're rolling, which yeah. I don't know what his baseline is like. He's a very successful guy as far as financially. Mm-hmm. So I think that, and he did that through investing. So I, I think that. I think he's, you know, I mean, you got to have half a brain to be able to do that, right? Oh, for sure. For so, sure. Um, but it's just funny. Like we'd walk away and he's like, yeah. Um, <laughs> he, like he'd go to guard and it's like, dude, we're not even, no, 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 no. Yeah. We're not even doing that. Now, Stand I back have, up. I have rolled with people like that and I don't know if they were high or not. And they may have been because it affects everybody differently. And that's a yeah, whole different yeah. podcast. But so, yes. Um, okay. That, so anyways, where were, where were we on that? <laughs> we're talking about the UFC. That's where okay, we were Yeah. At. So let's get, back, get on uh, back. Okay. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, you know, monsters in the, in the gym, how they perform. Um, Dominic just seemed like he kind of froze up in my mind. Yeah. Um, it just didn't seem like he left everything there. He probably feels that same way. So I honestly, I, you, you were telling me about the guy he's fighting and I somewhat remember this guy. Oh, Jan. Yeah, he's just a powerhouse. That's okay. the thing. He's, um, I w- yeah, I was trying to find his his records like 20. He's got 26 and 8. So he's he's double or more than doubled the fights that um, uh, Dominic has. Dominic has. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So in his. And he's a bunch of KOs, I imagine. Yeah, so like his last fight, he knocked out Corey Anderson. Before okay. that, he had a split decision with uh, Jacques Array. And then he uh, before that, he knocked out Luke Rockhold, which. At this point, I mean, is that even an accomplishment? I mean, Rockhold has a glass chin, so I don't know yeah. if that's... But I don't know what happened. At some point, yeah, he just kind of... And that yeah. happens to fighters. Uh, oh, he beat Nikita Krylov uh, with a submission with arm triangle choke. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize he fought Nikita Krylov. And then Jimmy Manawa decisioned him. Uh, anyway, it goes so he has, a lot of, he has a lot of wins, a lot of fights under his belt. And Dude, so, yeah, yeah he's, maybe it'll be some... fireworks. I hope you so. You never know in that weight class when, we're, when you get to the heavyweight division. Yeah. Or the, the light, heavy or light heavyweight division. Yeah. You know, um, especially heavyweight. But, yeah, I guess light heavyweight, too, you sometimes will see it. Such respect for one another or fear. I think it's really respect. Sure, yeah. Um, because you know at that level, man, all it takes is a touch. And, see, yeah. there's, that's the thing with striking. There's no room for error. Right, yeah. You know, you, you can fuck up in jujitsu, and there's so many layers to get to before you get to the finish. Right, exactly. Striking has those layers, but they are so thin. They are so thin. Momentary steps and angles and positions. It's a whole different, you know, and, and that's one of my arguments, totally going on another tangent. That's my argument for, you know, I think everybody knows to know how to punch and everybody knows mm-hmm. how to block a punch. And Agreed. But making grappling the cornerstone of what you do, because once you can make an altercation turn into a grappling situation, now you have layers. Right. Because yeah. if somebody's more athletic than you, man, if those layers are thin, they're going to get through them. But those right. layers are thick and multiple. Even the most athletic person, you can catch up with them. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, I don't know. That, that'll be definitely... I, I'm excited about that fight. It's going to be a good fight. I definitely think it will be worth 
watching 60 bucks yeah uh, well at least would <laughs> i don't know that one fight may not be worth 60 bucks yeah um, i know uh, so uh so and then the main event and when that that's where i'm worried because i was going to say these two might be worth the 60 bucks it may be i but think okay okay it, i want to hear your take on this yeah so well you got you got paula costa versus mm-hmm. israel adesanya who's a very good looking um, man which one Paulo Costa. Okay, yeah, no, of yeah. course he's like a chiseled marble statue from yeah. Brazil. I mean, he's uh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he's a good looking dude. He's a Brazilian um, form of Joe Spinell. Ah, yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Not even close. Yeah, a little. Uh, oh, I'm hideous compared to this yeah, guy. Are, are you so, are you middleweight? Are you middleweight? No, yeah. No. He so, looks bigger. So he's <laughs> he's your big brother. Why does then? he look like three times as big as me? Dude, he's a monster. He's he actually kind of reminds me of Professor Eddie. He does, yeah. There's yeah. a little bit of that. Yeah, there yeah. is, there is. Uh, so anyway, you got Paula Costa, who's undefeated at 13-0. and 0, And okay. then you have Israel Adesanya, who's undefeated at 19-0. and 0. Right. Um, Izzy, showboat. We all know that he can perform to, yeah. you know, what, what 60 bucks is worth for one match, right? For yeah. that one fight. We also know he can run. That's the other right. thing. Right, yeah. Um, Paula Costa, they both fought... Um, uh, why am I forgetting his name? From Cuba. Uh, I love oh. you. I love oh, yeah. you, Michael. <laughs> uh, uh, Romero. There yeah, we go. Yeah. Romero. There I love you. you. I love you. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I like doing that voice, but it's fun. Uh, so yeah, I mean, who they, by the way, I love that guy. Oh, dude, he's yeah. crazy as all. I thought I was gonna hate him when no, I first no, saw him. I love you. But yeah, the more I get to know him, like yeah, he's just yeah, somebody, I like him. Yeah, I like him a lot. I, just, I love him on the You're Rogan. Podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. that yeah. was really good. That was fun. His English but, yeah. has gotten so much better so, too. Wait, um, so you, you have to remind me on this. Israel fought. Didn't he fight Romero? Uh, oh man, now that I'm I'm sitting here thinking of it, um, wasn't I? Don't remember him fighting. I mean, you're probably right, but I just don't. I can't picture the fight. And that's that's why I was asking you. I was like, because it was, um, yeah, he decisioned him. That's what it was. Okay, because it, he ran. From uh, Romero for yeah, like the whole fight, basically. Sound, that sounds a little, yeah. And, but that's why you're having trouble remembering because everybody hated it. It was okay. not the fight we expected. Yeah, because the thing that I appreciate about um, uh, Israel, and this is this is the beautiful thing about striking. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunately people think of striking as ABCs. Sure. You know, a jab is an A, a cross is a B. You know, hook is a C, and you just throw A, B, C. Kind of like playing a video game. Yes. Right? Just button smashing. Just, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's a mental... Well, think about it. Most video game players, they probably do that, right? Sure. Um, it is so much more than that. And, and even beyond the striking, and I usually say when, when I work with people, and man, it's been years that I've worked with somebody outside of my family on striking, but, you know, typically I tell them the, the first three rules of striking is, or your objective is, it's to hit somebody to inflict damage without anything being inflicted on you. Right. So it's sense. not just about punching because you will get, you're going to get hit. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's one of the rules. You're going to get hit. Yeah. You're staying in front of somebody who's also trying to throw punches. It's going to happen. Just, yeah. So how do you effectively create damage without that happening to you? Mm-hmm. Um, and on top of that, being able to generate, and I'm going to kind of get into this today with one of the products without being able to generate a lot of power out of your hands, um, cause some people have it and some people don't. Sure. Okay. Um, some people believe it's on grip strengths. Some people believe it's, you know, I've had a, a couple of Mexican trainers, um, or I should say trainers from Mexico, um, that have believed it's a genetic thing. There's no way you can 
prove it. It's hmm. like it's you either punch hard or you don't. Sure. I, I don't think that's true. But mm -hmm. the point being, even being able to 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 manipulate somebody's body so they're they're putting their weight into your strike. Mm -hmm. So it's not that you're hitting them; you're bringing their head into your own hand. Right. Those type of things are so thin. We we're talking mm -hmm. about those layers. Right. They're very hard to pick up. But those are things that Israel does. Yeah, for sure. And to be able to see that. And, and again, it's one of those skills. I think I, I was on uh, the Twin Jitsu podcast when we were talking about striking and things. And, I, and mm -hmm. as, as much as I felt that that was my skill that people would say, hey, I need you to come to my camp and help me with this. I need you to break this fighter down. Right. If you don't keep up with it, you're you're you're. you're it's a skill like anything else. You're going to lose sure. it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but I can still enjoy watching it. Yeah, because you you've done the the, the homework. You and, know and, what you're and looking at. To be at. able to see the way that he designs his destruction, mm -hmm. it's not by it's not. People think it's just like it's a it, he just threw that. No, that's button smashing. Yeah, he didn't just throw that. Yeah, there's I can tell you he didn't just throw that because I'll tell you about five minutes before he throws that. Right. Yeah. And that's the fun part about watching him. Sure. The feel fearful part mm -hmm. is that's a style of striking. Running is also a style of striking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when you run enough, you don't get to set up that beautiful offensive game. Sure. Yeah. You, know? you have what we say, offensive fighters, you have jammers, you have mm -hmm. counter fighters, and you have runners. And those are your four basic. If you're sure. Gonna, if you're right. Put just throw them in the categories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A jammer is just a, is a terrible offensive fighter. Mm -hmm. Not terrible. It's just a style of offensive fighting. And a yeah. counter fighter is a skilled runner. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, but there are runners and there's times to run and there's times to switch all four of those modes that you can go into. Right. If he does 80% of the fight at a runner mode, yeah, it's, it's not going to be an entertaining fight. Yeah. And with somebody like Paulo Costa, that might be his approach. Because it's going to be Romero too, basically. That's think, that's the thing. I think so because it was so similar, right? Yeah, because I mean, when, Paulo, when Paulo fought Romero, they were very very similar. Yeah, very. I mean, the there's not much difference between the two. They're both two very large. I would say Romero just has a, a much stronger wrestling pedigree, although he tends not to use it for whatever reason that may be. Yeah, I think they're both very athletically gifted. Right. Very very strong. Heavy-handed, but Romero. I mean, you've seen him. He does. He does his little backflips and all that that you don't yeah. see Costa, you know, pulling out. But right. at the end of the day, if either one of those guys touch you and get a hand on you, very, very po God good possibility damn, you're going dude. out. Yeah, with, you're with, losing some brain cells. Yeah. So and Adesanya, he's, he's he's smart. He's going to avoid that as much as possible. Yeah. Um, but I would like to see him have a game plan that is a little bit more exciting. Now, for him, obviously, he's going to do what he's got to do to keep He's got to do what he's got to do to win. Yeah, and I don't yeah. blame him. And that, with like, that, he's going to have a tremendous reach <clears throat> advantage, I imagine. Oh, yeah. I don't have that pull. I wish I would have pulled So, that I mean, up. not yeah. to take advantage of that, it's almost kind of stupid, yeah. to be honest with I you. Mean, and his trainer, um, he's got a really good trainer, too. He's got a guy that puts together a very good game plan. Right. Um, I think it's one of the advantages of not being on top all the time um, as a trainer. You're mm -hmm. always trying to prove yourself through your fighters. Sure, I got and, you. And uh, his 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 trainer has certainly done that with him and so many other fighters from that fight camp. Yeah. So um, yeah, so I think that that's where the money is with those two <clears throat> events, correct? I mean those two those two fights. Yeah, those two fights. I mean, there's there's uh, Sarai Eubanks is a, there's the women women's bantamweight fight on there. Um, she had a lot of push. Uh, last year, but I don't I feel like she's kind of fell off the the UFC push bandwagon. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, those are the two to watch out for. Okay. So and then we got awesome. some jujitsu stuff, right? Yeah, we got who's number one. That's going to be October second. The chances are, you know, with the 
the the pan tournament coming up in our training schedule we may or may not be able to get another podcast in here um would love to do a breakdown with some other folks on this because this who's number one event which can be seen on flow grappling um it's probably one i'm most excited about right um you know our, <clears throat> the, it, it it all kind of now it all starts with one match where i'm not really clear what the rules will be and that match is Nikki ryan versus tony ramos so I'm, you know, Tony Ramos is a uh, Division One collegiate wrestler, former collegiate wrestler, current coach, I believe, and um, of course Nikki Ryan, who's an absolute phenom. You love seeing these young guys that just had this, this cerebral game. Yeah, uh, it's just absolutely amazing. And as you start to learn more about the leg locking game, it's it's even it's kind of like understanding the lapel game, watching Keenan right. fight, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you can kind of see things, and it confirms a lot of things they teach. Well, understanding the leg locking game and watching. Um, the Ryan brothers compete. It's really cool because you can kind of see things happening and um, you're like, Oh yeah, there they got there. Nice. Yeah. You know, so it's always exciting to watch them fight. It's always amazing to see a small person be able to take away somebody's strength by off balancing them. Right. Um, and he's so, only 19, right? Is that what? Oh what God. Yeah. You know what? He's been 19 for so long. I'm not sure. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he's, 19. Yeah. he's been 19 for so long. Uh, well, in my mind, you know, no, I, I, I know I, he's I, like 17, 18, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. we, we've kind of grown up with him being a teenager. We've yeah. gone through the ranks of him being a teenager and just watching this. Yeah. Just absolutely amazing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know what the rule set is going to be. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm curious too. Is it, is it, uh, like the Gordon, um, uh, Nick, Nichols. Nickel, nickel, nickel. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That match, or you know, how's it? You know, is it going to be? I don't know. It only makes sense that something like that. Sure, because um, you, you got to give them both an advantage. Yeah, because you, I pure mean, jujitsu, yeah. Ramos isn't going to. It, it, it's gonna not. Win, it's obviously. not. Yeah, it's yeah. not. To, it's probably wouldn't even be exciting unless yeah. the guy has been training a whole lot. But who knows? Sure. Um, you know, I'll be honest with you. I know I've seen uh, Natalie Hibero fight before on some other events. Um, Luisa Montero, I only recognize the name because my first person yeah. I trained with was Nelson Montero. Montero. Yeah. Um, but I don't know a whole lot about them. Certainly, most of us have heard of Gio Martinez. Uh, comes from the 10th Planet System. Freakazoid. Freakazoid, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another very cerebral guy. Yeah. And, and he's, know, he's fun system, to watch. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Very entertaining. Think, takes, his, takes his martial art as a true art mm-hmm. yep. um, against somebody that, I, man... I love watching the Meow Brothers. Oh, for sure. And Paulo sure. against now. There should be a big weight difference here. I think. Is there? Yeah, but they don't list their weights here. They're sixty-six kilos. Oh, is that what it says? Yeah, okay. they're both sixty-six. I guess there's kilos. no weight difference. Yeah, Gio just seems big. He's just really tall. For yeah, his... I think I think it's just he's tall because Paulo's probably quite a bit shorter yeah. than Gio is. But um, and who knows? Maybe maybe you're getting Richie's uh, body type mixed up with Gio's too. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So because yeah, yeah, Richie is. He is super tall, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and he's heavier. Yeah, he he's heavier for sure. I don't, I don't remember how much taller he is. Than they Gio, all both they all both look like vegans. Like they don't look like they lift a whole lot. But I'm sure they're strong vegans. as all get out, man. <laughs> like how you worded that. But oh, um, that's awesome. Uh, God, Paul is 29. Okay, yeah, just man, I love seeing love seeing. That's gonna just be. A oh great wow, match. he's 29. I did not realize that. Yeah. I, there again, they've been in it so long. I still see them being you know, much younger than, than I just love, are. I love seeing the videos of them, um, in Brazil training. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen any of those videos. Yeah. I think they were living right above the gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just, they had their little, little place where they would just kind of read their Bible, go to sleep, yeah. wake up their... the next morning, go on downstairs, train, go back up, 
eat something. It's just very simple. Know, very, oh, very simple. Just, yeah. Just, uh, man, just amazing. And then, of course, we have... Um, so, uh, Dante Leon, I'm pretty well familiar with. Um, I'm probably an idiot for not knowing who Cody Steele is. Dude, I'm an idiot with you then. Because uh, yeah. that name does not... And I'm looking at the picture, and neither one of those guys yeah. are ringing a bell for um, me, to be honest. So, he's a checkmat guy. I may have seen some video with him before. Um, and then we have Elizabeth Clay versus Gabby Garcia. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody knows know, who Gabby is. Yeah, it's really hard to find people Gabby's size. <laughs> Um, but we'll see what happens there. Um, honestly, a lot of times her matches aren't the most entertaining because there's a lot of stand-up fighting mm-hmm. for position. And yeah, um, but it is what it is. Um, and then we have one of the young guns, uh, Roberto Jimenez, um, 20 years old, absolute phenom. I don't know where he's fighting out of now. Oh, Studio 76. Okay, I knew he had changed. Um, Craig Jones is now claiming Henzo Gracie as his um, as his home. Yeah. And that match is going to be awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fire. I mean, both uh, guys bring it yeah. every single time. Craig Jones is definitely like one of my favorite yeah. people to watch. Um, him and uh, um, uh, Lachlan, both of them are just absolutely... Uh, Craig's a monster. Lachlan's more cerebral, I yeah. feel like. Yeah. But they're both fun to watch. Right. You know, so the, the two Australian guys. But um, yeah, uh, Jimenez is... He's got that young fire inside of him that he's just got like, I got a ton to prove, you yeah. know? Um, and this is first year at Black Belt? First or second? I don't. I think it's his first year. I, think it's, I would hate to the say end it. of his first year, I think. Is it, okay, all I right. Think that, so. that would make sense. Yeah, and if you ever if you get a chance to watch the new guard um, on uh, um, Flow Grappling, there's mm-hmm. a, a segment on him, and it's really pretty good. Gotcha. It's really okay. Good. I, I love hearing out. about how people get into jiu-jitsu, and um, they do a little segment on you know him being in school and going, sure. you know, the, whole, the yeah. whole thing. He's got a mom and dad, I think, that own a school. Oh, and, of awesome. course, at the end, we got uh, Mateus Denise. Um, representing uh, Marcelo Garcia against Gordon Ryan. Mm-hmm. So and that's going to be always a show with Mr. Ryan. Uh, <laughs> just, uh, you know. It, when was the last time you lost in a fight? A match? Lost? Yeah. I do not have that stat in front of me. Um, uh, I think his last loss may. I, I shouldn't say because I. Um, okay, Gracie Baja, uh, Flippy. Um, Pena? Yeah, Felipe, yeah. Pen- mm-hmm. Felipe yeah. Pena. Pena. I think yeah. that might have been his last loss. Uh, La- last loss. When, dude, I don't even know. When when was that? That was ADCC, not this last event, of course, but sure, sure. that would have been three years ago then, four years ago. Is that, okay. That's gotcha. how far back we go. That is why. Yeah, uh, let's see here. So ADCC World Champion 2017 took silver in the absolute. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there you go. So you know, and my this is probably the most frustrating person for my son to watch because he, you know, we we talk about we always lose in jujitsu. He's like Gordon Ryan does. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I suck. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Gordon Ryan doesn't. But he, I mean, you've got that one in every sport, though, right? Well, I, I, I mean, think the other thing is too they're they're pretty. You know, he's not doing tournaments where he's he's seeing multiple people. He he did do the Nogi Worlds. Um, sure. But it's also that they're being, being very selective. And, I mean, it kind of reminds me of old school Brazil, like in the, the turn of the century from the 18th and the 1900s. Mm-hmm. You know, these matches, these carnivals and guys oh, being yeah. out with one another. I got you. you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. it's kind of reminds me of that a little sure. bit. But, yeah, you know, hey, he's got a good game plan. I mean, I, I'm happy for the guy. He brings something to the sport. I personally don't like demeaning anybody, yeah. but you know what? That's why nobody's ever going to know my name. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, uh, as Achilles yeah, would say. Yeah, that, that is <laughs> That's true. why no one will remember you. That's true. You know, yeah. um, we had that formula we talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, you either got to be so technically skilled, right. so violent, or just drama queen. Yep. And, and you got to have at least two of the three. At least three. two. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, I would say he has two of those three. I mean, I don't think his style is, quote, violent. Yeah. But, you know, he gets a lot of submissions. That's sure. not, I'm thinking of when I think of violent, I think of Herbert Santos. Yes. I think yeah. of Muhammad Ali, you know, mm. massive takedown, slamming, yeah. just, you know, that that type of, ge- generating that type of kinetic energy. There's only one person that, that defeats your uh, your your Venn diagram there. Oh, who is it? George St. Pierre. I think we talked about this before. We did, we did, and that's, uh, yeah. Was, yeah, that's when I was like, you. I was trying to say, well, obviously he has technical, right? That, and that's where he gets, that's, uh, he's just so good at it. He's just yeah. that guy, and he's so far on the humble end. Yeah, because you can't say, any way I try to shape it, he's not violent think about the he doesn't have violent knockouts no he doesn't i mean and everybody got mad at the end of his like i say end of his career who knows if he's done i mean there's always those talks about him coming back but um you know everybody got mad at him for just kind of laying on people and using his wrestling you know but he was just super effective he was so effective you couldn't beat him and then his the drama aspect there was no drama because when they tried to build him up against nick diaz he's like there is a darkness inside of me and it's like okay (laughs) let's see it george and he he just (laughs) it was like all right that's that's not dark man that's just a really dim light the aliens aliens who captured me so, you know, he was like, he's the one guy that doesn't yeah. fit that yeah, mold, that's true. man. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so. I've, I've tried to defend it by saying his technicality is violent, but no, it's not. But my point in saying that is, yeah. just like with Gordon, there's always an exception to the rule, you yeah. know? So you have a rule that works very, very well. George is outside of that. Gordon, he's on the outside of like, you know, you, you win and lose in jiu-jitsu. He's just that damn good that he's above yeah. and beyond everybody else, you know? And, and he plays a game. <clears throat> he plays he plays a game that he knows he's an expert at and why would he want to do gi? Why would he want to put himself in a bad right. position? Exactly. Because I think his long-term goals obviously are, uh, fuck, I don't know what his long-term goals are, so I'm talking out of my ass. But uh, the point being, he probably has a game plan for his life that mm-hmm. does not include challenge, challenging himself in, in, in compromising situations because mm-hmm. he probably doesn't see there's a whole lot to benefit from that. Probably. So let me just do what I'm good at. Let me succeed at that and yeah. we'll go from there. Let me be the Dan Gable of no gi. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Just, yeah. Anyway. Uh, must be hard to be his brother. Um, <laughs> so uh, so anyways, uh, so moving on uh, from there, it's uh, game, game changer time. Yeah, game yeah. changer. Awesome. So um, I'll start with my first game changer. Yeah, yeah throw it out there. Because you don't know what these are. We haven't even talked. We haven't talked about any of this. Like uh, We kind of like said XYZ, but we didn't really go into any of it. Great, so I don't know. this one's going to piss you off. Oh, awesome. It's the whoop. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I knew that was on your list. I knew oh, yeah, you on, knew that one was? I knew it was on your list. It has okay. to be. It's on your, it's on your arm all the time. Dude, it's 24-7. You, dude, I make love to my wife with this. Uh, <laughs> I was going to ask if you take a shower, but that, I mean, that's a little um, bit more I have taken showers with it on. I typically take it off. I'll charge it up at that time. Okay, that's when you charge it. Gotcha. Um, but you, you can wear it with the charger. So, guys, what the Whoop is, is I've yet, so first, I, I describe the Whoop as the, your favorite your favorite um, device game changer that you're going to love to hate. Love to hate. You're going to love to that. hate this motherfucker yeah. because it, it keeps you accountable. Mm-hmm. It yep. che- So basically what it is, this is a monitor that mm-hmm. brought together two things that I thought were incredibly important. Um, 
if you read Aubrey Marcus's book, God damn it, I can't remember the name of it. Um, Conquer the day, seize the day. Yeah, I, I cannot remember the name of yeah, it. It's I, good, I know it's, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it, Aubrey it Marcus. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's kind of that self help book. I do not agree with everything in there, especially the sexual parts about it. Um, <laughs> he's a little different about dominance and stuff like that. But anyways, he's an interesting. That, he's an interesting guy, yeah. and I appreciate him being vulnerable and writing what he did in that book. Um, he mentions about sleep monitoring. Own the day. Own the day. Own the day, own your life. Yeah. That is the name of it. Uh, solid book. Um, I, and, and, and there's a section in there where he talks about sleep health. Okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm, I'm big on. Um, just yeah. because as I get older, I find that, you know, the, the better I sleep, the better I'm going to perform. It's also essential, essential for my line of work because I really feel if I'm not taking care of myself as an athlete at work, other people's health are at, is at risk. Right. So I'm poor decision making. Fatigue. I don't have time to get fatigued. Sure. I can't have other people not completely believing in what I'm doing and making sure my skill set is at 100 percent when I'm at work. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and I I feel the same way about my training. You know, I want I want to get the best training at, at my age. I I have to be the most efficient as I can. I don't have yeah. years to dick around anymore. Sure. I, I just don't. Um. So. One of the things that he talks about is some type of sleep monitor. You know, what kind of sleep are you getting? Get an objective measurement on your sleep. Right. So did the alcohol last night affect me? Um, how many drinks can I have before it affects me? Um, maybe there is certain foods I have a difficult time eating. Maybe it's reading from uh, a Kindle or an iPad before I go to sleep. Maybe it's simply just watching TV. So you get to develop these routines and then you get to objectively look at your sleep. Right. And you can say, wow, okay, doing that did not make a difference. Right. Yeah. Or doing this jacked my sleep up. So let me repeat it and repeat it, the experiment. Sure. That always happens. And you know, after a while, you get to make those connections. So it has that element. And there are devices that do that. One in particular is a ring that you can wear. And that's the one that Aubrey Marcus talks about in his book. I forget right. the name of it yeah. right now. Uh, one of my colleagues, one of my p- partners uh, that I work with has that. But the component that doesn't have is it doesn't have the ability to monitor your heart rate, your heart rate variability, and just your overall workout. Right. Um, that's the second half of the whoop. So the, the first half is really looking at your sleep hygiene, how rested are you are, how recovered are you are you, and it does that by looking at your sleep patterns while you're while you know how much deep sleep did you get, how much REM, how many times were you disturbed, right, um, and your heart rate variability. And so it does all that. And then on top of that, it um, looks at your, your workouts. Mm-hmm. So um, this thing is so tuned into me. Most of the time it knows the difference between me lifting jujitsu. It certainly knows, knows yoga because yoga doesn't create anything sure. really, really strenuous. And that's what it does. It calculates a strain score. And the strain score is, is a composite of how recovered you are that day, heart, max heart rate, um, heart rate level, duration of time on it. And it'll tell you, hey, you didn't work hard enough today. Or you, meet, you, re- you reached your maximum. Anything more you do will be of benefit. Or right. stop. You need to take a nap. And yeah. so it kind of gives you direction. Now, the big question with all of this is, how reliable is it? Sure. And I have no clue. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's always the golden question. It's, so I, I don't know, but as far as a game changer, so let's say, let's say it's all snake oil yeah, and it really doesn't make a difference. Mm-hmm. It's made a huge difference for me because a, it allows you to do groups. So we have two groups. Uh, we have one for our local Gracie Baja group here, but mm-hmm. we also have a national one and you get to see how everybody's working. Yeah. And so when you look on there and you say, you know, Hey, so-and-so what's up, man. 
uh, we had one of those this week and, and our, uh, and it was Ken and Ken's like, man, I'm sick. And it's like, Oh, oh yeah. Hey, I hope you get better. Yeah. You know? So, um, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we get to monitor each other. It becomes a little competitive because yeah. Trey yesterday outpointed me by a 10th of a point from our workout. Oh, really? That's funny. So I was like 14.1. He was 14.2. <clears throat> you know, it, it adds a little bit of element to that. It keeps you account- accountable, especially when I'm training mm-hmm. for a tournament. Yeah. I know professors looking at that. No, for sure. And it's like, dude, you haven't lifted all week. Or, or, you know, like, you know, if I say I'm going to train with Jackson tonight, I better have some wrestling on there. Yeah. Right. So it holds you accountable. And I like that. Now, is that, is that keeping you as mentally strong as possible? Cause you shouldn't have to have anybody else keep you accountable. Probably not, but it's fun. Um, so everything from the sleep hygiene to being able to monitor your workouts and say, how hard was that really? Um, man, I, I love it. I love it. It's really good. And in addition to that, if you are doing macros or counting calories or however your diet is, most of the time there's some look at, at calorie consumption and calorie burn. Mm-hmm. Not all diets do this, right? Um, but you know there there are some that do, um, and uh, it, it allows you it, uh, it makes a calculation on what your calorie burn f- for that day is. Mm-hmm. And, and in addition to that, man, mm-hmm. it has so much other data that I don't understand and haven't dove into. You can oh, really, really really go down the rabbit hole with it, gotcha. and I'm sure it's an it's an evolving process. Yeah. Now the downside, <laughs> it's not cheap. Yeah. So, um, I, and I don't have the numbers in front, but I think if you sign up for 18 months. Yeah. So I know for a fact it's $30 a month right off the rip and you have to, it's either, I think it's a six month contract. So if you sign up today. Yeah. My Amy signed <clears> me up for 18 months. So it was a lot cheaper by doing that. It is. It is. I think it comes down to like eight bucks a month or, or not eight bucks no, a 12. month. 12. Uh, 18 bucks a month. 18. 18, okay. 18 bucks a month. Um, okay. I don't know why I said eight. So if you sign up today, like they have the promo like summer 30 right now. And it says. They need to have the promo like old dog BJJ. I know, right? From Seriously. all the people are going to sign yeah, up Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all uh, two people. If you're listening out there, whoop. <laughs> uh, but it's like you sign up with the code and it's like start for free. So I, I, I looked at it and I was like, okay, what, is, what does free mean? Because I'm not. I've right. done this long enough. You got a free. Yeah, you I know smell free bullshit is. a mile away. Hey, get the watch for free because it's thirty dollars because they don't charge you for the watch or the. Well, okay, that that's the other benefit. I'm gonna interrupt you. I'm go so ahead. sorry. No, 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 if no, I don't no. do that, I'll forget. Yep. So here's the other benefit. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times you try to do this stuff with your Apple Watch or your. Um, so this is just a little a little device that goes on a very expensive strap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and. You can take the strap off and you can use um, a sleeve that goes on the bicep, tricep area. Mm, yes. And so you, now you can you can grapple with it and it doesn't get in the way. Yeah. that's which... That was the big selling point. Well, it wasn't a big selling point. <clears throat> if Amy didn't get this for me, I probably would not have gotten it. But she's right. like, what do you want for your birthday or something, anniversary, I can't remember now. Sure. And I said, well, I was looking at this. And so she, she got it for me. Yeah. Okay. So we have the membership in front right now. Monthly membership is 30 bucks. 12 month is 24 and 18 month is 18. If nothing else, if you're listening to this with your husband or wife who practices jujitsu in the car or wherever you may be, this is a phenomenal gift to get somebody. If nothing else, I think it's just a great gift. It's for me personally, it's really sometimes difficult to spend the money on this. Sure. And when I say to some uh, specifically Professor uh, Reggie, we were talking about this and he's like, no, this is not expensive because it depends on what you get out of it. Right. Yeah. Something's expensive. You spend a lot of money and it's kind of like expensive meal that really sucked. Right. Yeah. Right. Don't you think of that as expensive? Sure. But if you had an expensive meal Mm -hmm. or a pricey meal that was amazing. 
Yeah, would, it was never, worth every penny. Yeah, you don't leave going, man, that was expensive, yeah, yeah, but it was yeah. really delicious. You, you just think about how good it was. Yeah, yeah, God, but, I want, and I want that's something what stopped to me right from, now. <laughs> <laughs> you guys all understand I'm cutting weight, so yeah. I'm just like, just, just craving You're just something like, fried. You're just like sushi yeah. and then, or fried sushi, yeah. <laughs> no, but that's what stopped me from from uh, jumping on the whoop train at right, this point. Right. It's because I know, I know for me, my mental weakness is... How long am I going to do this for? Sure. Because this, I see six month contract for 30 bucks a month is like the, the lowest option I can get myself into. And I'm like, is it worth it for me to say, all right, for the next month, I'll probably hit it really hard. I'll be like, you know, oh, I'm number one on the app. Cause I'm just, I'm kicking ass oh, on here. You can be. I, I do. I all do. Right. If no, I, you got to get, yeah, if, see, see if I put my mind to yeah, it, yeah, yeah. there's no doubt that I could, I could outwork everybody. Cause that's just in my head. Who knows if that's how it works out. But in my head, that's, that's what a great I'm mentality. Myself, right. I have yeah. to. But also know that after a month or two months, I'm going to slip. Yeah. And when I slip, I go all the way back down to the bottom of the hill <laughs> where all the zone. cookies are. <laughs> I'm down there where the cookies are. And then I'm like, oh, I like shit. cookies. All right. Here goes a month of me eating nothing but cookies. And then I get back into it. That's just, that's the roller coaster of my life. Yeah. Like, I know how it is. So, but you keep talking about it. And I, you've shown me the app. Man. I've seen it. Yeah. It looks awesome. I just don't know how. Yeah, and it's I'm not for everybody. Yeah, so, yeah, so I guess you just at. have to wait till your birthday or something. Yeah. <laughs> wait for this to be a gift. Yeah, because, there we go. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I like it. That's my game. That's one of the one of my game changers for this episode. Sure. Yeah, and it sounds awesome. It sounds like a great game changer. So, um, I guess we'll. I'll go with my next uh, or my first one on this. And this is where at the beginning of the episode I said training a game changer or not. Uh, this is one of those that really I feel is more of a, a mental game changer than okay. it is actually. It's a physical product, but the research shows it doesn't really do what it says it does. And okay. that's the training mask. Which we kind um, of all been wearing. Yeah, we, yeah. Not the same yeah, thing. Not no. the same thing. Not the same <laughs> thing. So I jumped on that bandwagon when they came out a long, several years ago. Okay, okay. And because uh, I think there was some like uh, uh, Carlos Condit. He was using it. I remember um, this. It just shows him on the treadmill. Yeah, because like the, the company was Elevation. The Bane mask, it looks like. It was like. the Bane mask, yeah. Elevation was like the main company that made them. You can find them all over. Um, but I was like, all right, I'm going to get this. And I remember I was excited. I even, I saw the other day actually a post where like it was on Facebook or whatever. It was like those memories. And I even posted on Facebook and I don't, I don't ever get on Facebook. But I was like, oh man, got my Elevation mask today, blah, blah, blah. But it was so cool. So I put that thing on, and this is a time where, and I feel like I have good cardio now, but I had excellent cardio then because I was right. in the gym five days a week. Didn't matter what was going on; like that was that was all I had to do. You work, go home, go to jujitsu. Like I was in, so I couldn't have oh, been sounds, in better shape when I tried that. Right? Sounds amazing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not so much now, but uh, I tried this thing, and. The way it works, for those of you that don't know what the training, the elevation training mask is, it's, uh, like Coach said, it's got a, um, a Bane look to it. It's a black mask. It straps onto the back of your head. It has a strap to keep it on the top, too, because I did roll with this thing, right? Oh, what, I, I didn't realize it had a strap on top. Yeah, yeah. So it has a strap that you can put around where your ear holes are. It goes over the top. What I'm the fuck did people say when you showed up with this? <laughs> No, they, they knew. They knew. Like, oh, okay. It was super popular. Like, I yeah, I kind of, everybody. I I, yeah, yeah, yeah. You it, saw people at the gym with them even too, sometimes. Sure, yeah. yeah okay. and, but nobody else had one, but they all knew what it was, right? Okay. And they're like, oh, that looks interesting. But it has two caps on the side. And they say that it mimics 
elevation training. And what elevation Just training is... suffocation. Yeah, it was elevation training for, let's say you're actually training for a fight or whatever, uh, and you're at sea level or somewhere low enough on the scale, you go to somewhere like Denver, right? Denver, mile high. You know this happened to me in Mexico City, right? Oh, no. Okay, uh-uh. you keep going, keep going. I'm okay. sorry, I'm not going to hijack your story. Okay, but all right. It's just... But- so, so you'll probably find if you if you want to segue into it, go ahead. It's fine. I got my notes here, so I'm not going to lose sure? track. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, so segue into show for fight in Mexico City. Uh-huh. I'm I'm a teenager. I think I'm I don't know, man. I'm 15, 16 years old. Actually, I think I do know the story, but go ahead. This tell is it. fucking awful. Yeah. Get to Mexico City, and something's wrong. Uh huh. I'm not feeling right. I'm finding like every time I like throw a few punches, I'm just completely exhausted. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm having a little bit of headache. I'm just feeling. I would use the word what I would never use in medicine lethargic. Mm-hmm. I just, I thought, is it my diet? Like what's going on? It felt like I had just eaten like a dozen donuts. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. It was not feeling good. Yeah. I did not feel good before the fight. At the end of the first round, I was so goddamn tired. You know what my game plan was? <laughs> Survive. I'm going to let this motherfucker punch me as much as he can <laughs> <laughs> until he gets That's exhausted. Bad, My game plan was to let him punch me until he gets exhausted. You turned into an Everlast bag. I said, I, I dude, I, I couldn't just to kick, <clears throat> to lift my leg was, this is the one time I'd usually stand in between rounds. I had to sit down. No kidding. And, yeah. um, I thought this was my game plan. I, I'm going to let this guy punch me as much as he can. Right. And um, I'd already felt his power and it really wasn't, it wasn't super scary. I just mm-hmm. knew if I didn't lean into something, I think I'd be okay. Sure. And then I have one Hail Mary shot and I'm going to throw that motherfucker and land it. Right. That didn't happen. Didn't happen. Okay. It didn't happen at all. <laughs> but it was just that mentality. And so I told my coach afterwards, he's like, yeah, dude, we're in Mexico. It's like higher than Denver. I'm yeah. Like, what do you mean? I had no idea what elevation or anything was. Sure. I mean, I'm a teenage You're a kid. Teenager, yeah, at that point, and yeah, nobody and, told you. And I'm like, oh, we're supposed to get there like oh, weeks before. Yeah, you thanks to- a lot, asshole. Yeah. And, and and he's like, yeah, that's why people go to Big Bear, you know, to, right. to train. Yeah. I'm like, no one thought about telling me this. Yeah, no, that was your. You learned the hard way. Yeah, what and I, you know, the thing funny is, I watched the video, and uh-huh. the fight was. I mean, I won the fight. The fight was an excellent fight, and sure. I did not look as tired as I was in my own head. Oh, gotcha. Which is crazy. That's really interesting. It's really crazy. Yeah, because you would think really that would crazy. Show. But I really said to myself, I sat down, I go, not a problem. I know how to win this fight. <laughs> I'm just going to get punched. I'm a face. genius. I am oh going to let him kick and punch me as much as he can because something's going on. He's yeah. got to get tired. So you just thought this guy, now was he a local or was he, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah. that's stupid. That's yeah, really stupid. Yeah, He's used to that. Fucking set up to kill me. Yeah. There's no, I can't believe I won that on decision. That's crazy. Especially against a Mexican fighter in Mexico. But anyways, yeah. going on. Okay. So, so the elevation thing, we didn't have this when I, our solution was, you know, a week before the fight. No bullshit. You got to be up there for like a month. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, cause all right. So the way it works and stop me if I, if I've got something wrong here, um, but altitude training at altitude, um, you get less oxygen with each breath you take because your oxygen, your carbon dioxide levels at like Denver as opposed to like Nashville, those are going to be lower, right? Okay. So um, at that point, let's say you go to Denver, Mexico City, and you train, um, your red blood cell production is increased, so you get more oxygen, you get more oxygen carrying capacity in your blood. Correct. Yeah, that, that, okay. that is correct. Yeah. So, because actually it's a, the partial pressure of oxygen is actually less at those levels. Right. Than it is. So we're at 21% right now. 
okay. typically. Um, and as that decreases, as you go up in elevation, um, it's like the opposite of putting somebody on oxygen. So if you put me on two liters of oxygen, my mm-hmm. FiO2 or my, um, my partial pressure of oxygen is going to go from 21 to 23. Okay? Gotcha. Okay. Um, and you know, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get really crazy with this. Sure, you can so get deep, deep go, depth, yeah, yeah. Go, going at a higher elevation, you're actually lowering that partial pressure of ox- oxygen. Right. So you need more red blood cells for higher oxygen carrying capacity because the air that you're breathing, which is really funny. We say air, mm-hmm. we think of it as oxygen, right? But it's also a shitload. Of, actually, it's, it's more nitrogen than anything else. Right. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's not at the same percentage as it is is at sea level right and that pressure is less and so yeah and i hope i'm explaining that right but i'm not a pulmonologist yeah all i know is that when somebody's hypoxic i put them on oxygen (laughs) (laughs) i get what you're saying because i have my notes that i I read but if somebody didn't get it send us an email we'll we'll try and explain it better um so the point is you go to denver you go to mexico city or whatever um you develop uh, your body kind of develops this like yeah you produce more, more red blood cells yeah it's this more efficient yeah. way of of making you uh, perform better at yeah. that and, elevation and, and and this is actually the drug mm-hmm. that um, Dillashaw got in trouble for yes. epigen yep there so you go. Um, he took a drug to increase well allegedly took a drug to allegedly. increase his red blood cell count so he had higher oxygen carrying capacity right which we really don't know if it works or not sure. So the, uh, works in theory, but the, can you get beyond a hundred percent? Yeah. That's the, yeah. that's the magic, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. So the point is you come back down, um, to, so we go train and then we come back to Nashville and then our body's like superhuman. Like we've been yeah. on Mars training or Fuck, whatever. That worked. Yeah, exactly. That's what the thought process is. Yeah. Um, even if that is the case and you go do that training, come back, the mask doesn't do the same thing, right? They claim it does because, on the on the mask, you have two little plastic caps, okay. and each cap you have. I want to say there's five, five total different sizes, right? Okay. That allow more or less oxygen or air into your mask, okay. and you can you can mix and match them to get like at certain levels or whatever. All it does is it just restricts the amount of fresh air that comes into the mask. <laughs> That's all it does. So when you inhale, at whatever number you've set it for how many ever thousands of feet you've set it for that's the amount of fresh air you get in when you exhale carbon dioxide comes out right so now when you inhale again you're getting even more co2 (laughs) and even less oxygen so it's great if you're anxious and hyperventilating sure yes it's a great it's it's a it's a super awesome brown bag that's what it is it's a really awesome brown bag probably pretty Um, expensive too they weren't that bad. Okay. It, it was it was cheap enough that I bought it without even thinking. About okay, it, right? okay, okay. It wasn't a like, should I do this? Like, I bought one like yeah. as soon as I saw them available. Um, so yeah, the research was essentially um, it said that the mask should improve your lung function and your VO two max. And your VO two max is the maximum amount of oxygen that you can take in while exercising. Yeah. And it's probably the gold standard right now of saying how in shape are you? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what they uh, the research that they tried okay. to to prove whether it did or didn't um, and didn't do a goddamn thing. They had two people, two sets of people or whatever on uh, stationary bikes that rode for X amount of time, and I didn't write all that down because it doesn't matter for this podcast. Um, but at the end of the day, the ones with the mask and without the mask, they were or however long. I mean, I think it was six weeks or something okay. like that. They were the same. 
The only difference was the guy with the mask on was like, this workout's really hard. And the guy without the mask on is like, yeah, it's not that bad. Why is this workout killing me? Now, I will say, and this is because you, you don't want to, you know, you would try not to be negative on the podcast or whatnot. I will say from a um, <clears throat> the positive side in the game changer is because at that point in my game, I was a white belt, kind of used it as, as a beginning blue belt. Um, it really helped me learn how to get smashed. Mm. not be able to breathe and be comfortable and just survive and be okay with it. Yeah. Because I had a problem with that because, uh, professor Mike, he wasn't a professor. Then he was still a Brown belt. He was, it was coach Mike, professor Mike. He would really, um, he would do some old school stuff when we would roll and he would take his hand, cover my mouth and nose and like just things you really can't he's get away with. He's the most devious, that. nice guy I've ever met. <clears throat> he is, dude. He's so nice, but man, he knows some like some really filthy tricks. Um, <laughs> he's actually the guy that got me into wrist locks, right? Well, I mean, he got me into jujitsu period. He was my, my first, uh, my first coach, uh, first professor. Um, but yeah, I mean, his wrist locks yeah. and stuff, just the dirty things that he would do. You're just like, man, how are you're you bastard, so Mike. fucking nice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love you, Mike. It's, yeah, and but, he's, he's and he, how much does he weigh? Oh, dude, like as much as a wet napkin. I mean, the like dude. He will snap the shit out of you. And the other thing about Mike, Professor Mike, yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know this, and he wouldn't say anything, but I've seen him so jack. Like, we've trained before, mm-hmm. and he's so kind. He's yeah. like, hey, Joe, you know, um, I got a fight coming up. My shoulder's a little messed up. Okay, whatever. And it fucked me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won't give a shit, he'll still compete. Yeah, no, he's a monster. He does dude. not give a damn. I've never heard an excuse out of him for anything. And and he didn't. I mean, he competed. I unfortunately, I think the guy actually attacked that shoulder. Oh no shit. Yeah, it was at a local event. Um, Mike did his thing, you know. Of course, it didn't turn out the way he wanted to. Not one excuse. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He doesn't come smile with on his face, and he's just well, back let's to the drawing board. Yep, yep. Just yeah, moving cool on. guy, man. Yeah, Real super cool guy, cool guy. but. Point of that story was just, you know, he he would do those things, but you don't get those from a lot of, especially because there's, I mean, most gyms, when they're starting up, you have a lot of white belts and we don't know what we're doing. So you didn't get those dirty tricks, but I started wearing that mask and then I got used to just not being able to breathe when I had a bit, well, bigger or smaller, but you usually get the bigger guys, you can't yeah. move. Now I can't move and I can't, I can't breathe. breathe. Yeah. So it's like. Once, get your man boobs once off I started face. using that, <laughs> once I started using that, it was like, okay. Now I've understood. I understand how to hold like that little bit of oxygen, like scuba diving, right? Sure. It's that same thing. You're coming up. You you don't want to. You can't can't blow your load co- going all the way up. You got to make it last, right? If you run right. out of oxygen, um. So it's the same thing. You just learn how to just deal with what you got. So that's where I think that is beneficial, and it can be a game changer. Is if you're somebody who freaks out under pressure a lot, put that sucker on. Make yourself wear it for a couple weeks. I feel like you'll get it. Yeah. Okay. So it realize, may not do what it says, but there's a benefit. There to is it. a benefit to it. Okay. And, I, and I feel like it is good at that. And I felt that when we were wearing masks during the COVID time, I that mask was just absolutely yeah. horrendous. I thought, horrendous. I thought it was terrible, but anyway, man. Yeah. So, all right. Well, what, do you, um, what else you got? So for my next game changer, um, we have a product that, um, man, I've had it for a while now. And, uh, the developer of this product actually worked out at Samuel Braga's. But yeah. I didn't know he developed it mm. at that time. Right. I gotcha. Which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah his name is Eric Heath. Mm-hmm. And uh, just, I, I, I don't know what his wrestling pedigree was, but he was, I mean, you could just tell he was a collegiate wrestler to sure. some degree. And um, man, I don't know how I made the connection that he developed this product. Um, I think he lives in North Carolina now, but the product is something called Jits Grips. Mm-hmm. 
And essentially what they are, when you when you purchase them, they are uh, sleeves right. of a jujitsu gi. Mm-hmm. Not overly thick, not overly thin. Pretty decent size. Yeah. A weave, a pearl weave type design. Connected by um, a carabiner to a... Um, uh, resistance band, resistance mm-hmm. band, a thick uh, tube. Yeah, the tube ones, not the yeah. not the ribbon ones. No, no, yeah. no, it's a nice mm-hmm. tube. So, um, you know, I'm gonna eventually do a video on this. You know, I, you used to see people use their um, belt to help with their lasso and to help with their spider. Well, this can do the same exact thing with that, but ex- the resistance band constantly keeps pressure on your grip. Right. So, if you're somebody like me, and I don't naturally have a very strong grip. And my fingers are so messed up from jujitsu and hands been broken a, a couple times now from, uh, from punching. I can't even coach can see that. I can't, oh, I can't even yeah. totally close my, that's crazy. I didn't realize yeah, you my hands are really fist. fucked up. Yeah. Like if you even, you know, the other thing is too, when you look at my pinky, when it closes, look where it closes. Yeah, it's right. not supposed to do that. Yeah, Right in the center. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I've got some pretty damaged hands. So conditioning my hands and keeping them healthy. Um, this has been an absolute game changer for me. Yeah. The other thing that it does is um, mm-hmm. I'll take these to the gym and I will, instead of using, and I won't do it every workout, mm-hmm. but because um, some workouts I'm going to lift heavy, you can't use these. Right. But other workouts where I'm getting closer to tournament time and I'm doing more reps, I'll replace my typical bar or, you know, um, closed grip bar and I'll put mm-hmm. these jits grips on there. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Now, super strong people like my son can use them and do pull-ups. Yes. Yeah, and that's damn hard. I can I, I can do that with a with a jujitsu gi using the collar, but I can't do that with the grips. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, okay. there's some super strong uh, young lighter kids that can do it, like Jackson. And that's just, the thing. How how much does Jackson weigh? Oh, 140. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, don't don't let it get in your head. There. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's one of those. But so I mean, these things are so versatile in what they can do. You can use them as pulleys with gym equipment. You can use them to help with your spider guard, your lasso guard, and just on your own hip movement. You can do it like what we have in my gym, which will eventually be on the internet um, or our YouTube channel. You can set up eye rings on the wall, hook mm-hmm. them through the wall, and use them that way. Yeah. The other, the best part about mm-hmm. these is something that people don't really think about. They're super light, and they can go with you everywhere. So I had posted... Um, a picture I didn't post. I usually don't post vacation pics first because mm-hmm. right. I don't want anybody to know I'm not home. Yeah. B I just not, I'm trying to be more for the podcast. Sure. I'm just naturally, I'm not like, Hey guys, I'm over here. I just not a part of my personality. Yeah, neither you know one of us are I mean? like I'm, that. Yeah. I'm trying to change that because <clears throat> I know the only way that I can, you know, get out there more and be able to have that interaction with people that I love is by doing that. Sure. So I like only posted like one vacation pic and it was yeah. just looking out with my jit scripts on the, on the cabana. Yeah. Bed. Yeah. Yeah. I actually remember saying that. that yeah. So what right. I did was I just wrapped around the cabana thing. I would do a bunch of reps mm-hmm. and you could feel them in your hand, read the next chapter, get some, finish that chapter, do a few reps, Yeah. you know? Um, so, and then I take whenever I travel for tournaments, I throw them in my, my bag. So the morning yeah. of the tournament, I warm my hips up with them. I don't take them to the tournament with me, obviously. Sure. But yeah. it's just something I do, or if I'm getting nervous the night before kind of use it. So anyways, um, you know, the bottom line is Eric Heath developed these. Um, thanks Eric, because for me, these have been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and I would highly recommend they're a small investment. Um, actually I think they are, you can go to the website, which is, um, which is not here. Hold on. 
<laughs> not that one. Nah, I don't have it here. Um, but just go to Jits Grips, and that's G G. I mean J I T S, not with a Z, with an S. Uh, Jits Grips, and um, I think that's the only product they may have right now. Now that at least I think they have two different colors, black and white. But um, I don't think they're they're incredibly expensive. No, I was trying to pull it up here. Yeah, it's just jitsgrips.com with S's. Both both yeah. are with S, no Z's. Jitsgrips.com. Um, and then, yeah, I don't see... Which the website's cool because it's got all the different photos on, you know, how you can hook it up to a kettlebell or, you know, do like the exercises you're talking about. Um, and they come in a couple different colors, black, pink, white. Oh, okay, pink. Um, so, I bought mine so long mm. ago. Oh, yeah. You probably have like. Oh, know, but there's still the band. I, I mean, it, it, it it's, I mean, they're oh, not going to wear out on you. So. Uh, 50 bucks. So the advanced training package is the sleeves, bar, and straps. And that's 50 uh, So bucks. they have more stuff now than when I first bought them. Yeah, so it's two. So the training system comes with two pearl weave uh, BJJ gi sleeve pieces with reinforced cuffs, uh, commercial webbing straps, and heavy duty metal D ring. One latex resistance band with metal spring hooks directly attached to it. Two universal bar straps that are inch and a half by inch and a half with uh, webbing. Um, and then uh, with two 900 pound metal spring hooks. And, and so pretty, yeah. pretty stout. Well, the, the other thing <clears throat> is too, so nobody, everybody realizes this. Um, I've contacted Eric just to say, hey man, um, I think it was somehow something I posted. Mm-hmm. And then he got back to me like, oh, that was awesome. I think that's how it was. Yeah. And, um, or maybe I sent him the picture. Some, I, I can't sure. remember. Whatever. Yeah. But he's not a sponsor of the show. Right. So, yeah. I mean, even though I'm, I'm not, he is not sending us free jit scripts. Yeah. Um, we're, nothing like that. We're not getting any kickback. The, this, this part of the, uh, the game changers is nothing to do with sponsorship. So when I say, you know, put the investment out, it's something that's going to be, uh, we're talking, we've, we spent a lot of money, on a lot of bullshit yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. over the years. And this is one that's been tried and true. And I still have. Yeah. And I, I mean, use, I don't, all the time. I think this is a great idea. I hope yeah. he's made money off this. Like, I hope so. Fist, I mean, because I think it's a very simple, but yeah, super useful invention. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, like you look at it and it's one of those, you go, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I do it? You I know? think Michael Wu did. I think he made it out of pants. Oh, okay. Got it. He made his, his homebrew uh, Jet Scripts. Yeah, yeah, out yeah, of yeah. jeans. Yeah, sure. The cuffs. I mean, whatever I works. Think. I haven't seen it. He just mentioned it. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, All right, man. What's up on the anyway, next one on the list for you? Uh, so my next one was, um, you know, there's we, we just did the Jocko drink. Um, you know, we kind of reviewed that on the podcast. And um, there's there's energy drinks out there for everything. Um, I've probably sampled all of them, you know. <laughs> uh, they tell you not to, and I've been told by many people, especially my wife that's a nurse practitioner, that says that those things are poison and you shouldn't drink those. Um, and she may be right if you drink four in a day. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't do that. I did do that for a little bit. There was a, a time in my life when Red Bull was... Uh, keeping me going for a while. But anyway, long story short, company's called Kill Cliff. Uh, I might have... Oh, yeah. I've heard, I've heard you mention this before. I, I think I mentioned it when we were talking about the Jocko drink. Yeah. I, I was trying to draw a little comparison there. Um, Kill Cliff is, in my opinion, again, not sponsored by them in any shape, form, or fashion. But if you guys do want to sponsor me, I will be competing again in 2021. Uh, <laughs> they are... And uh, I will not. Yeah. <laughs> They are, uh, they're, they're a, a drink that was created by um, uh, a former Marine, I believe. I hope I did not butcher that. I'm pretty sure he was a Marine. Um, 
there yeah 2015 Killcliffe became an official partner of the Navy SEAL Foundation oh, cool. um, and has been cool. committed to Todd's mission of giving back to the community where do you today. get these um, so that's the thing that is the only issue for at least in the Nashville area um, the only spot I've been able to get them at is Whole Foods and what do you like so much about them so um, that's what I was going to get into oh, sorry. The, the new thing no, no no you're fine the new thing that I love about them is that they have CBD in them Oh, interesting. Yes, they have their um, their different uh, uh, orange Kush has twenty five milligrams of CBD in it, okay. uh, hemp infused, and then they have they have some different ones that I haven't tried yet. Um, but anyway, they taste amazing. Can they, you can you get them? You got to be able to get them on Amazon, right? Oh, you can order them. You can order them straight okay. from from Killcliff, Amazon. You can you can get them. Okay. But if you want to go like walk into Shell Station and grab one out of it's the cooler, I, there was one spot in Murfreesboro that stocked them. And uh, that's when I was training before uh, okay. where I started at. Um, and they had them in a fridge. And I was like, no way. And yeah, the, I, I bought them. I'm coming the off time an overnight. I'm, I'm definitely going to get one today. So I got to find where they these, are. They don't, there's no crash off them at all. Um, I, would, I would say they are like a, uh, and they have no sugar versions and all that. But I feel like it's drinking a really tasty version of like, coconut watermelon water right they don't taste like coconut do they only water. have one flavor no no they have they have okay, several okay, flavors I like say. i mean they have um like they've got this uh, tasty blood orange which i think that's probably my favorite the blood orange is is okay. really really good um they have the orange crush which is essentially the same thing um and that's the one with the cbd uh orange kush sorry i said crush i think uh smashing citrus um they have some different stuff but um the point being um I feel I feel revitalized drinking okay. those. I've never had a drink like a monster, or whatever. Where I'm just like, damn, I feel good after drinking that. Coconut water, watermelon juice, like those kind of drinks. They they're refreshing, and you, you generally feel hydrated after those. Or at least I do. Like I feel an effect from drinking right, those. Right, right. I hate right, coconut right. water. I like coconuts. Hate coconut water. Like, honest to God, I want to gag if I just drink straight coconut water. Um, it's an acquired taste. It is. It is an acquired taste. But they, they make the ones that are, um, uh, there's like cold-pressed watermelon juice, yeah. uh, and they mix the two, and I feel like that's a great combo. Okay. Killcliff, I feel like, is that on crack, right? Because they have other stuff that you sure, know, is sure, in that. Sure. But um, it's really a game changer. I feel like drinking one of those um, after a good hard session uh, puts me right back to you know a good spot because I'm I'm notorious for you know and oh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say who else but uh, as soon as we get done training there's somebody else that's like I want to get a coke um, and Jordan I'm not naming names I'm not okay. naming anybody's names because Should they don't know. want Professor to know oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Michael no not oh, Michael Jordan. No. Okay, no. okay okay I mean you'll guess all day yeah, long and I'll never yeah. I'm not even gonna I switch like that in. man you're solid you're yeah, yeah I'm not gonna twitch an eye either way yeah. but um, I'll tell you after the podcast but, <laughs> <laughs> but no it's like I. For some reason, and there's there's actually research, um, and I don't have it in front of me, but there's research that says after a hard training session, um, intake and caffeine is actually helpful up oh, to a certain amount. Okay, interesting. Now that doesn't mean go drink a coke and you're going to be you know Arnold Schwarzenegger, but there is research that says intake of caffeine up to a certain amount is actually beneficial. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, I've got to find it, and yeah. you know we can talk about it on another podcast. But I use that just like everybody uses everything to mm-hmm. twist it and go like I can have a coke after mm-hmm. workout, it's fine. Yeah. But yeah. Kill Cliff replaces that because it's carbonated, um, it's full of good stuff, and then it tastes 
phenomenal in my opinion okay so and do I, you do the sugar-free ones or are you... I, i'm okay with the sugar-free stuff okay. um sometimes it's not so good for different brands and things like that their sugar-free is fine okay I, I feel i'm like definitely gonna try, i'll check Sh- it out try kill cliff um, okay so again not sponsored but you know okay. it, it's something that i would i would definitely say try awesome, game changer man. for me awesome yeah. awesome um our next the next one that i have because i think we are all we said we're gonna each do three I don't know how many yeah, you have. Uh, I, honestly, you know? I'll touch very briefly on one more okay. and that's it. So, so my third one really is not a pro it's not like a supplement or product or anything like that. It's actually a book. Yeah. There <laughs> but you go. I mean, mm-hmm. this book, um, so you know, ever since the, well, actually be, even before that, I have always been just absolutely fascinated with how the history of any martial art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, how did it develop? How did it, you know, get to the point it's at now? I think more so with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu over any other martial art because we've seen this evolution. And I call it evolution, not a creation, but an evolution of a sport Mm -hmm. in our lifetime. Yeah. We've seen the creation of a sport, mixed martial arts. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, And we've lived that evolution. Right. But... There's been documented evolution of our martial art, which you don't see in any other. Maybe judo, yeah, maybe oh, taekwondo. Yeah. yeah, I would say judo for sure. Um, but because of that, and the origin and the and the fallacies and the myths that surround ju- Brazilian jiu-jitsu, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm also really fascinated with the catch wrestling too. Yeah, but just <clears throat> focusing on Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Sure. It's just something that I have been so, so intrigued with because you have a combination of, um, of oral history, mm-hmm, right? Um, but you do have some written history, yeah. but you have to dig for the written history because it's not in your face. Right. There's newspaper articles, there's, there, there's written history out there. Mm-hmm. So one way or another, I don't, I don't know how it started. I started with this gentleman's website and went on to one of his books and a lot of his, his book, his, his first book that I wrote was called Choke. And um, his the author's name is Roberto Pederia. That's P-E-D-R-E, no, R-E-I-R-A, Pederia. And originally trained with Hickson. That was his was first. He's a Brazilian guy, right? I don't think so. Oh, no? No, he's, okay. a, he's, a, he's a, um, a gringo. Oh, okay. So he trained with Hickson here in the United States. I think he was a writer for Karate Illustrated, Black Belt mm, Magazine. Okay, I gotcha. I think that's where his history started. Mm-hmm. And he was like, fuck it, I'll just go to Brazil. Gotcha. And went to Rio. Unfortunately, only only things that I can see that he's written on has been his time in Rio. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish he would have gone. It would have been amazing to get his take on going to all the different schools all over Brazil oh, for sure yeah um, but he's trained in Thailand Muay Thai Japan the traditional Japanese arts um, mm-hmm. but spent a, a pretty significant amount of time in um, in Brazil his his first three books were not something you would probably read for enjoyment they're almost um, like reading numbers from the Bible it was just oh, gotcha. and he warns you he warns you beforehand it's <clears> like this is yeah. very detailed yeah. This is going to be very boring, but this is the track of how fighting started in Brazil. It gotcha. goes all the way back to the early, like late 1800s mm. and the different forms of fighting, the circuses that were taking place and how the environment of what it was like. 
Gotcha. And why people actually went to these. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just absolutely fascinating. But a lot of the records he has is from newspaper articles and gotcha. re- recorded fights. And he'll say, so-and-so fought so-and-so, mm-hmm. no recorded outcome. And so-and-so mm-hmm. fought so-and-so and won by this. And so gotcha. he, he was just really super cool. Mm-hmm. But the Game Changer book that I read actually on my latest vacation mm-hmm. was more of a narrative. And it's called Jiu-Jitsu in the South Zone. 1997 to 2008 and this is basically a recording i don't even know if he knew he was going to publish this this was just kind of like his journal Uh, okay i see of when he traveled uh to rio the south zone and uh trained and he paints a pretty decent picture of where he was living and where he would train and how you would walk one more block and there's another gym and just the whole for any jujitsu enthusiast Mm -hmm. This was a game changer to me. Gotcha. Okay. Not just because of the enjoyment of reading it. Mm-hmm. I've always found that when you sit down with any expert in a field, whether that be boxing, wrestling, car race, whatever. Sure. Ours interests, obviously, jujitsu. Yeah. When you sit down with any so I find it very rare that I have a normal conversation with professor and I don't get something like, Oh, that's cool. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, that's a, yeah. You know, there's always these little tidbits mm-hmm. of just knowledge or wisdom or whatever you want to call it insight. Yes. Mm-hmm. This book is chuck full of it oh, okay. because he did all these interviews Oh, okay. And so, so he gets the best of the best of these interviews with right. all of these folks. Some you've heard of and some you haven't. Gotcha. Yeah. And he analyzed why some of these people haven't you heard of. Yeah. And it was such an enjoyable, awesome read. And I read it on my Kindle because that's how I read most things. I gotcha. Yeah. I have to get a paper copy. So most of my self-help books, I get paper. Sure. Because yeah. I put my notes in them and I can refer back to them a lot easier than you can a Kindle, I think. For I'm sure, sure there's a way to do it in a Kindle. Whatever you highlight, you can go right yeah, to it. Yeah, but you're old school. You're used to yeah, that yeah, paper I am. in your yeah. hand. Yeah. <clears throat> so really I want to get a paper copy of this book. Um, and it's one of those I'm debating about. I, I typically get books for people for gifts. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I hope they like to read. But it's, you know, <laughs> I mean, that's just kind of my thing. Sure, um, yeah. This might be one that I put as my gift list. I got you. Just yeah. because it really, man, um, I don't know if I'd necessarily get it for somebody that trained in Brazil or, you know, from yeah, maybe wouldn't have as much impact. Right. Yeah. Because they're like, yeah, I lived that life. Yeah, you know? exactly. But for any gringo that has dreamed about going to the motherland to train, mm-hmm. which I don't know how much benefit that is now with such good trainers here. I, I mean, I guess we can have a whole podcast on that. Sure. But man, it was... I just wanted to share the book with somebody when I read a passage and right. I'm like, Oh my God, I've heard professors say the exact same thing. This is amazing. Yeah. You know, and, and try to talk to Amy about it, but she, you know, she doesn't really have any interest in it. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. She's like, that's, that's great. The ocean looks beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was just like the whole, the way he painted the, you know, he would say class would start at nine, but the instructor, if they said the instructor may be here mm-hmm. the certain phrase they use yeah it's like oh yeah he didn't show up today oh okay gotcha. so the senior guy would teach and people would just kind of roll in mm-hmm. and the brown and black belts would show up halfway through because they just want to roll yeah right and then the different people that would show up mm-hmm. like lawyers and doctors and businessmen and investors and you know right. all having black belts all coming in and his idea of he's like y'all think that a black belt is like hicks and gracie mm-hmm no, most black belts 
they're they're average people. Average shows, they're yeah. doing their thing, and they're getting their asses kicked by the twenty year old purple belt. Right. Yeah. And it, it, it was it was really really cool. I, I don't know. I can't. I can go on for it for hours. Yeah. But it for touched me, you. Oh, amazing. So yeah, for but me, you, game changed your book. And you're a, but you're a student of the game too. That's the thing. You can't just be like passively interested in jujitsu and then grab this book and just be like, no, this is no. amazing. It's, you have to be an enthusiast. Yeah. To really appreciate the the sit downs that he has and the the talk. and I'm excited about October first because October first, um, uh, Robert Drysdale's book comes out. Oh, does it? Interesting. I did not which know that. Which is based a lot on this guy's writings. Gotcha. So, okay. and you know, his documentary will be coming out eventually whenever they sure. finish it. But the book actually is being released October 1st for the people that, that pre-ordered it. Interesting. And so, I'm assuming you're one of those are you people. fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Three o'clock yeah. in the morning, sitting in the parking lot of my hospital, I ordered it from my phone. That's funny. Yeah. So, I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> you got a final one to close us up. You got a, I mean, some some people pre-order books, some people pre-order PlayStation Five. I had to I had to run a Target today. That PlayStation Five looks pretty awesome, dude. The uh, the GameStop. So they just released. I got an email yesterday. at GameStop's like, we're gonna release some more PS Fives tomorrow. You know, just be there when it opens. Which I don't care. I'll I'll get one eventually. I'm not joining the rat race for that. And uh, you know, it's like I'll get one when I get one. But um, there was uh, five guys parked outside of GameStop this morning. I went by at like 8 o'clock. I went into Target to get some stuff. And I was like, what are these dudes doing? Like outside of GameStop, they had a table with a laptop and then a bunch of chairs. And they were just literally camped out waiting to make sure that wow. they got their pre-orders. I was like, that's cool, man. Teach their own. It's whatever. I'm not I'm not going to sit out there for it. We, we do Xbox here. I mean, we do but we do everything at, at our house. We have the Switch and all that. But um, And I, I'm going to play it. I will get a PS5. But yeah. I don't know. Do you need one today? No, you don't. I mean, I don't. I mean, some people do. It's cool. Whatever. Anyway, um, last thing I was going to throw out there. So we talked about training mass, whoop, kill cliff. Um, I actually didn't even put it on my list, which was kind of funny. But you talked about Aubrey Marcus. Yeah. Um, the Onnit supplements. Oh, okay. Did you yeah. ever did you ever do the Onnit stuff? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um, do you, so you still I do use, it currently? Well, I use Alpha Brain. Um, yeah. I, I used <clears throat> to only use Alpha Brain prior to going to work. Okay, gotcha. Or I would take one of the kids' little grenade waters, mm-hmm. yeah. empty a little bit of that out, and then I—that's what I would mix mine in. Because I used to do the pills, but mm-hmm. I mean, since they I came out pills. with the powder form, God, it's, it's so much so better. Much. Yeah. But I have occasionally been using it before training sessions too. Gotcha. Um, I like Alpha Brain a lot. I use Shroom Tech, but you never think I would with how bad my cardio so is. So I was actually curious if you use the Shroom yeah, Tech Sport. I use, yeah. yeah, I yep. use the Shroom Tech Sport. Um, uh, I used to buy my curl oil through them, mm-hmm. but now I just I get my curl oil at Target now. Gotcha. Um, the only thing I I haven't used, oh, and I'm trying to think of other things I've used from them. Um, those are the biggies that come off the top of my head. I'm, I'm, oh, shoot, there's something else I've used. Oh, they're oh they're pre workout drink I've used before. It's oh, a, okay. It tastes like throw up. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Um, I never took it, but I have. Yeah, yeah and, not... and I'm not big into pre workout drinks, but this one I remember I I, I used. Um, yeah, I think that's the main things. I, I haven't bought any equipment from them yet, um, but yeah, <laughs> I haven't bought any equipment because it's it's expensive as yeah, hell. That's right. Yeah, that's... I, I do want to. The one thing I've looked at that I'm, I'm kind of interested in is their their packs. 
That's exactly that's what, you that's yeah. what yeah. I was Have going you done with. that? So, um, so I started with the Alpha Brain and the Shroom Tech. That's the two things I only right. took. They're probably their two best sellers. <clears throat> I would, I would imagine so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I took those like way back in the day when they when On It first came out. Um, I was actually an On It affiliate, so like you know, people bought their stuff through me. I got a kickback off of it. And all oh, that. cool! I didn't know you um, do that. Yeah, I don't know if they still do it, and okay. I dropped off of it. You know, after a couple of years of doing it. Sure, um, sure. But uh, anyway, long story short, so my brother-in-law told him about on it, and I don't know, maybe he discovered it again on his own or whatever. But he started taking the uh, the the total human optimization packets as they market it, which is a cool name. But essentially, it's it's a ton of pills, and I okay. hate taking pills. Uh, but it's a ton of pills, uh, morning and night. I think it's eight a piece, and it's awesome because you essentially get all their products, um, or at least pill products in one package that it saves you money if you were to buy them all separately um it would, okay. it would be really expensive um but yeah this thing i mean you've got the um uh i had the list pulled up and i, I closed out of the tab and now I'm, I'm searching for it here it goes so you've got the alpha brain in there you got shroom tech sport um which your shroom tech sport is um you know, basically to, uh, ATP there you go. ATP, uh, powerhouse of the, the cell. Yep. Um, so well, that's mitochondria, but yeah. Or mitochondria. Yeah. It could be, yeah. It's ATP. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I was, uh, I was getting away with my, my biology teacher back in high school, man. He would, he would do this thing. He's like, he would smack his foot on the floor and be mitochondria is a powerhouse of the cell. And this whole ATP thing, he would go like down, down the, uh, down the rabbit hole about. So that pops cycle, in my head yeah. every every time. So it's like, uh, if I got nothing out of high school, that was it. Um, Strongbone. So oh yeah, okay. The active B forgot. We also purchased that. Oh oh the B, yeah, the B, the B complex. complex yeah yeah. So it's got the B complex in there. Um, that's in the day pack. The night pack has their new mood, um, which is like their melatonin okay. kind of deal. Viratech, which is uh, vitamin C, selenium, zinc for your immune system oh, okay. and then key key minerals um is a whole nother pack it's a land and sea pack is what they call it i guess it's uh, boron calcium iodine magnesium uh some other stuff um but yeah and then then you also have the shroom tech immune krill oil and spirulina and uh, uh chlorella so all that in one pack it's an awesome multivitamin Sounds setup like a, a meal it is. I mean, essentially, like I, when you take one, like you know, you just took the pills. Yeah. Like there's yeah. no like I might have took an taken an aspirin. It's like no, yeah. I just took a shit ton of pills. <laughs> um, but I will say, I think they're they're worth it. Yeah. Um, it's one of those like. Do not get the daytime and the nighttime mixed up though. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. when you take that, if you take that Alpha Brand <clears throat> at night, have you ever taken it at night? Not at night. No. No. I've not. Is it to really keep you up? No. No. You will have the most vivid worthless oh. dreams the yeah, last one i saying. had i was walking around a supermarket i was just walking just walking just, just walking around the supermarket that's really funny just walking around yeah just walking no I've just going along never had guess that. what woke up and went fuck <laughs> i was well rested but i did not feel like i was well rested but i remember Oh, so so lucid dreaming for you is not a good thing. You don't you don't care to be. Yeah, if I'm like the sexual desire of like twelve awesome looking women, if I want to have a vivid dream like that, who would pass that up? Sure, but I don't want to walk around a fucking supermarket. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. That, that makes was sense. it was, but it hasn't just been that. Other times it's just me like 
going out to the backyard, going to the garage, walking down the street. That is very, very boring. I've never had a boring It'll dream like that. fuck you up. So yeah. I have to be careful about it because at nights, um, I have to watch like what time I take it. Because mm. if I take it too late, like I won't take it on my night shift. Sure. Like I don't I take you. it on my drive into a night shift. I but if I'm you. working in the morning, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, hey, if it doesn't do, it has to do something. Oh, for sure. If it's doing that, it has, there has to be some effect to it. Yeah. Because I always wonder how much is this placebo? How much am I wasting my money? Is this worth it? Right. There has to be something. How many to, do you take? Oh, wait, you do the packets. I do the packet. That's right. You do the packets. No, I just do the mind. packet. Yeah. yeah. What, do you remember how many you were taking with the pills? <sighs> Two or three. So when they first came out, I've, I specifically remember taking three because right. I hate taking pills so much. I, was I, like, think it, I think it might have been three. I was like, I don't want to take three. Now the package says two. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe it was. I, I can't remember. So I don't know. But, but if it says two, I take four. Oh, gotcha. You're that guy. You're, you're just going Because more is better. I mean, yeah, that's debatable. That's debatable. But uh, but yeah, I mean, that would be my next, my, my last one I'd throw in for today's podcast. Okay, check awesome, out, man. Check out the Onnit products. Uh, again, not a not a sponsor of ours um, yet, but uh, they could be if they wanted to yeah. be. But uh, yeah, I think they're great products and, cool. and their workout equipment's great. It's just a little bit out of my budget. But yeah. they make some cool ass kettlebells. They do. It, the the Boba Fett kettlebell was one that I wanted awesome. for a long time, but I was like, I can't, I can't afford that can't just spend to sit five, there. Five thousand dollars on a kettlebell? No, not not one that I could barely lift. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are really really heavy. They're ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, well guys, um, I have not texted him yet, but we are get we have I have received a number of questions directed for Brandon Sweat. Um, so I, I'm gonna talk to him about that because some of them are well, actually they're all fantastic questions. Um. So I'm, I'm, I'm not ignoring those emails. I've tried to respond to them that will get them addressed. They're emails. I don't want to address myself. I want to have an opportunity to have him answer some of those. Um, so at some point I'm going to text Brandon today and see if he can do another show. Cause there's some, I mean, some really good questions. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so we'll, we'll get that going. Uh, we have a lot of other shows planned for you guys coming up. I really hope that you're enjoying the podcast and we appreciate the response. Any questions, comments, subject matter, any things you want us to address, you can take those to um, olddogbjj at gmail.com. If I don't respond to you right away, I promise I will get to you. It just, you know, we we have some other things going on in our lives besides just that. And if I promise we will get to them. I always feel bad when a week goes by and I haven't checked it and I haven't gotten to anything. So... Um, but we, we will, um, I'm just not the best at checking the email, but don't, don't let that, um, discourage you from sending out questions, comments, ideas, whatever. Um, we haven't gotten popular enough where we're getting any negative email, which oh. is, I guess good. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. somebody out there is now yeah. going to send one. Um, and I will, we will do the finger taping video. Oh yeah. We're it's, it's on the we list. We suck. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we'll get to that and we got more shows coming for you in the future. So appreciate everyone listening. Coach, anything? Just keep training. All right, guys. Keep training.